Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my bro, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? How's it going? Uh, doing all right, man. I'm telling you, they they have way too much shit to talk about. The trolls just keep talking shit. Oh, there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> um, on today's Even, show, oh, go ahead. I'm negative, but these guys are way. Oh, negative. worse. They make us look like we're we're, we're the, the, like we're the positive patrol. Right, pretty, pretty chilled back. Um. On today's show, on Generation X Gaming, episode 167, uh, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Celebration as a whole. They, they announced a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about PlayStation 5, rumored PlayStation 5, and games that are supposed to come out for it. So we'll, we'll talk about that. And then that'll bring us into Microsoft, talking about E3. They just announced officially the Xbox uh, discless uh, that's coming out in May, uh, May 7th, I believe. Uh, so we'll talk about that, and then we'll just talk about, in general, um, games, right? Just in general, what's happening with games? Is it us? Is it the games itself? And then we're going to talk about, first, we're going to talk about what I've been playing and just discuss a little bit of a couple of games that's on today's show. Episode 167, Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. You can want to submit your stories. You can submit it to us on our Discord at 30 and Still Gaming. Uh, you can also listen to us live on iTunes, Google, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm, and many more. Please hit that share, like, follow, subscribe, whatever platform that you listen to us on. Hit the button so you know when we go live. Uh, you can listen to us every single week on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on 30 and or Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. All right. So we were just talking before the show. All right. We were talking... Um, about a, a bunch of different things, right? But I want to start off with, I started off, I, I had this like, like vision this week, right? I was like, you know what? Every time I'm, and I, it's about streaming, right? Every time I'm streaming a game, I like pick a game that's new, that is popular, but then I get nothing from it, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm swimming. I'm trying to keep my head above water because of the, you're competing for or spots in the, in the directory, right? And then games that I think they're going to be popular don't become popular, and then games that are not popular become popular, and all it, it's just a fucking it's a crapshoot, right? Of stuff. So I decided I wanted to play a bunch of different games. I, I put in about sixty hours into Borderlands One. I, I played three different characters. I played a, a character to level twenty, a level, character to level twenty six, character to level forty three. I beat through the playthrough once. I went through all the DLC. I have very little left of the Nox DLC, but for the most part, um, I I played all Borderlands One DLC. So since then, uh, this week I've played, uh, I tried City Skylines today, right? And boy, am I addicted to that game, right? I warned you about that, and right? I told you don't, I told you don't play it. I, I, told I, you. I played, I played, well, I haven't played it all this time, and I was like, game passes out, I want to play it. I this is the time to play, right? Um, then I played uh, a game called True Brook, uh, True, Truber, Truberbrook. 
is what it's called. It's a very independent game, very art stylish, very cool, very cool. A little fucked like up. It's, like it's an actual, like it's an actual art art game. It's an actual art game. It's like a, it's, it's, it's like a it's movie made artistically. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> the levels were designed with little models, and then they overlaid the guy characters within the model. Correct. It's really, really cool. Um, and then I also went back to Division 2 and got leveled up uh, this week. I went from tier World Tier 1 uh, in one one night stream, and then one day, well, then one full stream. Uh, we went straight. Brain helped me out. Uh, Shifty helped me out. Uh, we went up from, from 305 to 500 in about eight hours uh over stream i like the game right so this is where we're going to start i went back with division two like the game a lot but there's a problem with the leveling process in my eyes right this is not for everybody right but in my eyes the game was phenomenal love the story mode in the game right i love that once you beat the regular game mode boom the whole map resets with a new faction they come in and then you start playing again and then you wipe them out. And then once you're doing that, you're going up to your levels. Here's the point where I don't think it's very good. As far as World Tier 1, all you do is you have to go around and get your gear score up. Right? Once you get your gear score up, you qualify for doing a, a stronghold. Once you do the stronghold, you go to Tier 2. World Tier 2. Once you're done with World Tier 2, you just have to get your gear score up. You might have to do like one other mission. Then you go into the next stronghold. Right? So there's like a little barrier. But there's no reason, so you're playing through the whole game, there's no reason to collect guns, right? No reason to collect guns. At the end game, there's no reason to collect guns. There's no reason to start a build or anything like that, right? Really no reason, because you can't level up guns. You can only find the gun at your level or higher and then build on that as you go through. Yeah, but once you but once you guys hit your gear, like not, not your, just your gear score, but the gear that, that you're set up with... Fighting boss battles is it becomes mundane. It's not a challenge. You just melt them. Right. Like where's where's the mechanic where regardless of how strong I become, that the game is still challenging. It's not just a walk in the park. Sometimes it's 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 really strange when you play, right? So anyway, as you're going through tier world two, three, four, five. Now we're at now we're at five. I get to world tier five. Now I'm starting to get guns at level five hundred. So now I'm like, okay, now I'm looking for this particular gun. I'm looking for this particular gun with, you know, these particular roles. Now I'm looking for a gear set. Now I'm looking for the the brands. But the the problem, you have to wait so long to get to that point. I just feel like there's there's a I think you're going to lose most of your player base way before they even get to that point, right? Which is not a bad thing. But I just feel that world tier one to world tier four is just a waste because you're just going to, all you had to do, all I did, Sarge, was go do, I said, okay, world tier one. Now you're in world tier two. Get your gear score up. Okay, I went to the vendor, paid, right? Because all the guns that I had, I just sold everything since the beginning of time when I started playing. So I had a shit ton of money. So I just went to the vendors, bought the highest gear I could, hit that level, go do the stronghold. Do the stronghold, world tier three. Go buy guns. Go do Stronghold. Go buy guns. Go do Stronghold. World Tour 5. And I was like, okay. Now, I did have a lot of fun going around doing the bounties and stuff, right? The bounties, and there's different hunters you can fight and do different things. There is a lot of stuff that you could do in the game. But I think there's a... I think fundamentally there's something wrong with the actual game. Because, um, I for personally for me, I just think there's a big waste there. They could have done something else. And like you just said, 
we were melting people. Like Brain, once he had all his mods, like he was 500, 504, and he was bragging me up, right? Once I hit 500, now we started going against yellow bar guys and bosses, and you actually do more damage to bosses and yellow bars than you do for purple guys because of the way your gear set up because you're going to do elite damage, right? You want to get your guns with the mods on it with elite damage. There's more against elite damage. Well, that's all, that's yellow bars. So you melt a yellow bar, right? You melt him if you have the right stuff on. Meanwhile, purple takes a little longer, but yet he's yet less less hard, right? He's that it goes like red bar, purple bar, yellow bar, and yet purple is harder to kill than than yellow bars, which is kind of weird in my opinion. So, I enjoy the game, but as I play it, I'm like, "Okay, cool. I I they delayed the the they delayed the raid to May. I'm I'm raid ready as far as gear score goes." So I'm just going to sit there and wait for the raid to come. And when it comes out, then I'll go back in, play, get some gear sets. It just hasn't grasped me as far as, like, grabbed me as far as, okay. Like, it's great. Gear drops all the time. Loot drops all the time. It's fun. It's a fun thing. But I, I don't see myself playing it like I played to Destiny back in the day. But that's, but see, but that's, <clears throat> that's part, I, I, I do believe that's part of their process, right? They're so in tuned with wanting to have players be engaged and then... When they run out of content, you're going to just go do something else, and then they'll come out with some little bit more content, so you come back to the game, to the same game, right. as opposed to waiting for the next game, right? But right. how do you – it's all about engagement. I get it, but it's not It's not along the lines where I say that games have to be finished, but I just don't like these – every game now is open-ended. Every game. Right. Right. If you, if, you, if you want people to come back to the game, there has to be a reason to do so. So why don't – why don't you just make an actual DLC? Like, why don't you just, we play the game, we finish it. Now it's an actual DLC that there's stuff for us to do, and I'm paying for it. He, he, What's the, the, the hidden agenda of me being engaged, hoping that I spend money on the side? He, why he, can't we just sell something? Right, here's the difference between, like, okay, I'm going for a gear set, right? Once I get that gear set, then what? I go for another gear set? Like, for what, though? Because once you find <clears throat> the main gun that you like that just melts people because of your build, what's the point of looking for other stuff, right? This is what all these looter shooters are missing, where we always talked about it for Destiny and we talked about it for other because, games. You need the environment. Yeah, but you need guns and you need weapon sets and gear sets that only work on particular bosses to make you go get the other gear set because once you have the god gun in your role, whatever that is, whatever your, whatever your gun is and whatever you build yourself, once you have that final thing you just go around melting people and then it's just like okay for what what's the what is the point once you have your god set up yeah but the part the part that most of these games don't get now destiny kind of got it like they kind of had it in their in the way that the levels were designed The, the the environment has to dictate what's happening so if you're built, let's just say you're built, and I'm not using just an example. I can use division as an example. It doesn't matter what game we pick. Whatever. Okay? Pick any, so if you're up, if your up build, as... if your build is sniper, okay, and you the level you love your sniper shit. There's got to be levels in the game that sniper isn't going to cut it. Like right. it's all close. It's all clo- the levels are all close. Everyone's close. There's no long lines of sight. Like so, your sniper build isn't going to work, right? So during parts of the game that you're playing, you know that if I don't have something else besides my sniper build, that I'm gonna I'm gonna start, I'll suffer, right? It'll be it'll be a, whatever you guys want to call it, a pain point, a, a challenging, whatever. 
But if I could just roll up in one one gear set and kill everything constantly, right. then what's the point? So the enemies you fight have to be a mix, all right? And it has to be mixed on purpose to where if you're strong at one thing, you're weaker at another. Okay, so if you have the same sniper build, you have a lot of guys that rush the sniper right. as opposed to rushing the other guy who doesn't have a sniper gun. The AI or something has to be programmed. Algorithms have to be programmed where if they see the sniper guy, it's always in the back. Then they have to send guys after him, like a rusher, somebody wants something. to uh, they, shotgunner, they something. somebody that right, something make the environment work against the player. So it's a little bit more challenging. Not this. You know, I got it. I'm done. Like it becomes it just becomes mundane. Like, right. what do you. What's the reason? The, and now, especially when it's a multiplayer game, especially when it's a multiplayer game, because if everybody has their their specifics, then you work better as a team, right? Because one guy's a sniper, one guy's a shotgunner, one guy's the medic, and when shit goes down, the sniper goes, "I'm getting, I'm getting closed off. Help me!" Shotgunner comes over and clears the guys off of him, so he can do his job by hitting the guys farther away. Right? Like that makes more sense. Right. That makes more sense. But the way that the game is structured, it's it's just target practice. It's, Guys just it's, appear. It's your build. It, it's your build along the way. Not at the like the end game. Once you hit actual end game, like and you have your build, that's you put the gun. You put the gun. You put the game down because you're like, all right, well, I can murder everything. And in, in no, there's, there's nothing. There's, there's, there's no nothing, more challenge. Right. There's nothing found, left to do. I found the best that your game has to offer. Right. I own it all. I can kill whoever I want. Now, why am I playing? Right. Right. That's that. That's the issue I have. So that's that's division right now. So that's that's what we did. Um, the next game I, I want to talk about is uh, Trooperbrook. Trooperbrook. Um, I'm gonna bring this up so you can see it. Okay. Trooperbrook is a is an art art style. It's a, it's a company called B BTF is what it's called. Oh, your camera's a little messed up on my end. Hold on, let me fix you. Um, <clears throat> Maniac Mansion. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like Maniac Mansion a little bit. Right, I get more of a like a Monkey Island vibe from it and stuff. Same, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So what's cool about this and what what really got it for me was the devs gave me a, a you know gave me a code, so I didn't pay for this. It's thirty dollars, <throat> and I I think thirty dollars is represented okay for this game. the The story was very slow, very slow. There's a lot of uh, little puzzles and stuff to figure out, but, but that's oh, how that's how most of those games are. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I think just if you are an indie game fan and you like art, this is a wonderful game, right? What you're seeing right now is like this tree and the landscape in the foreground are carved sets. Like this is a set on the actual like studio. And then they have the, the you know, the window background there, um, the vista. But the actual worlds in this, there's like, I don't know, I want to say like 12 different sets right 12 different sets it's different it's it's different than 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 ori duplis these are like willis uh will willis and gromit is that is that the old uh wallace and wallace gromit. and gromit right so it's like carved and hand thing everything that you see right there is literally physically in front of you and then what they do is they overlay it with a computer computer graphics so your character's walking around in that world Okay, and then like the garbage and stuff you picked up is also uh, real, but then also overlaid with stuff. So there's these beautiful sets and beautiful things. The story is a little weird. You're like a, a physicist, and you this guy On vacation. Yeah, well, you win a lottery to go to this small town in Germany. It takes place in 1967, um, and then like weird shit starts to happen. the The story is very 
No, it's not stop motion. It's not stop motion, uh, Tally. Yes, uh, as, as far as stop motion, like the sets are being built are stop motion, but the actual characters, they're not stop motion. It's computer generated on top of a real set. An, an actual set. An actual set. A, a model, a scale model set. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's wonderfully done. It's wonderfully done. The voice acting was decent, but you could tell it's kind of like off sync sometimes. Like someone would talk and then someone would like talk instantaneously while your guys talking and it was like weird pauses and weird things uh the controls were okay it's a point and click game so using it on the xbox Old was school. was kind of hard where if you were playing on the on the pc it was easier because you just click and then your guy would move to those locations um i thought it was interesting i thought it was interesting i thought the story was okay i would say it's like a six out of ten if i had to give it a score right it's like a mediocre game but oh no, I would give I would give that a seven. But I would think just, just from the sheer just from the, the sheer graphics, style of what they the did. style of what they did. I think thirty dollars might be a steep for some people. It's a set, about a seven hour playthrough. Six. It all depends on how fast you find the things and figure it out. I did it in about seven and a half hours. I had to cheat a little bit. I did one look up, one look up because I was going through everything and I'm pretty good at figuring stuff out. That garbage pile that you saw before, I even made a comment. I said, is there something that's individual on this thing that you can pick? Because once you highlight the garbage, all the garbage highlights, right? So sometimes there's like little things that you can pick. And I went over that garbage so many times. I tried to find, I could not cross this water that you're seeing on state on, on the on the game right now. I couldn't get across the water, right? And when you went to the gear wheel, it showed you that you had boots and a trash can lid. And you couldn't move over to the trash can lid. And I was like, well, that's weird. Well, I found it out that I needed two trash can lids, okay, one for each foot, and you 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 like tape them to your feet, and then you can make it across the water. That was my my only stump that I had in the whole game. Everything else I figured out. Once I figured that out, I went like this through the next kind of puzzles and, and knew everything that was going on. But 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 to be fair, that's what that kind of game is. Oh yeah, you you get to a point where it's a little bit more difficult than the rest of the game, and you're supposed to figure it out. All, all, all those styles of game are like that. All of them, Full Throttle, Maniac Mansion, Secret of Monkey Island, Secret of Monkey Island, like all those kind of games. Right. Uh, what, what was the other one called? Um, the um, besides Maniac Mansion, there was another one. There was some similar to Maniac Mansion, but they're all the same. Yeah, they're all the type of same. You're, you're once you get into a room, it's not like a room that scrolls around. Like the room, the room is the room, and you got to figure out what's in this room to help you get to the next area. Right. And then once the next area opens up. At some point, you might have to come back to this room to find something else. Right. So the idea is like you got to keep like a mental inventory of like where things are, and they the game is structured where I might not be able to pick up something for some strange reason. Like I can't pick this up, not yet. Right. Even though you see it, but then later on it says, "Oh, I need a I need a comb," and now all of a sudden you can come back and pick up the comb. Like it it's it's right. weird like that, but that's just the way the game is designed. I, I think, Talia, I don't think it, it's that expensive. It's brand new. It's been out on uh, PC for a while. It just came out on consoles, I think, yesterday or two days ago. So for the initial price, $30, people that like these type of games will buy it, and then it'll go on sale. Seven hours of gameplay. I mean, if you go to a movie, it's uh, 10 bucks. Well, wait, wait, Talia. It's seven hours if you're actually intelligent. If you're retarded and you don't understand right. puzzle games, you might be there for 15, 20 right. hours. You could be there so, longer. Yeah. You're right. It, it, if you're good at these kind of games, you... You know, yeah, it, it, it could be longer, but yeah, I mean, uh, if you compare, like, if you went to go see three feature films, it's, it's it would be about almost the same price. I don't know, I like it be, just because of the art style and stuff like that. Um, 
I would wait till it goes on sale. I said when I played it at the end, I said it's brand new. If you like these games, you can get it now. Um, but I say it's about a twenty dollars game. Like I would wait till it goes to twenty dollars. You, you have to let you have to let them pick that. It was probably just a lot of work. I'm sure it's a small studio. Oh, very right? small. But, but, but they, there's a shit ton of people that worked on this yeah, game. Yeah, but they but there's always like this long list of people. You got you got to sell a game. You got to sell a game for a decent price. You can't everything can't be the Steam three ninety nine bin. You know, it's right. There was work that went into the game. Like I, I, it's it's gotten bad though that we assign and, and we're all guilty it, that you assign how long the game is to the price tag. Right. I always, I've always said a dollar an hour for me, right? If I pay $60, we get $60, 60 hours out of it. But that is for a live service game, right? For other games, if I play like a Tomb Raider, if I get, I don't know, 10, 15 hours out of it, I'm, I'm okay with it, you know, for 60 bucks. It all depends. It all depends. That's what's great, though, about like, uh, like a game pass or something like that, you know? It, well, this kind of game, but see, these kind of games, there's always, it, it, it how, how do I how do I say this one? These kind of games always come out in between all the other kind of stuff that comes out. Like it's it gives them a chance to like be noticed, right? Right. It might be a small studio or whatever they're trying to do, but it's harder it's harder to make a game like this in the old school fashion than it is to do these other games that keep coming out. Like uh, you know, like I would I let's play like, like for instance the shooter genre is 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 overplayed. Right. They're just looking for newer and, and more inventive ways to make a shooter, right? You got the division shooter, you got realistic, you got the destiny shooter, it's space, you know, and then then you have the fantasy version, which is the kind of the same thing. I would like to see them go back to using updated graphics and updated, uh, you know, mechanics for like a fighting game. Like you, you see how the fighting games look like. The fighting games look amazing, right? So why can't I be like a fighter like? double dragon guy and i'm third person and i'm like it's like river city ransom or double dragon but i'm running around and it's all punching and throwing stuff and like bats and things like like the old school i see what you're saying yeah that'd be that'd be, that'd be cool that'd be cool right? but they don't no one's done that yet so i'm you know i'm seeing like why don't they revisit some of these old school type of games but put the new spin on it like Shit. there's plenty of room now that would... i mean everybody everybody can't have the 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 damn uh the games is a service shooter. Like everybody can't have one and everyone's going to play everything. You saying that, right? Playing this game, uh, uh, Trooper Book, can you imagine real sets like that? But now you overlay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it's a side scroller, right? So it's like real sets, but you're describing exactly what you just said, right? So you got the Double Dragon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, River City Ransom. You have this. In this form, with those type of games, that'd be amazing, right? Because that's cool. Like the side scrolls going back, your actual your actual setup that you're in is an actual carved real real set, like a movie set. It was it's really cool. One of the one of the scenes in the game at the very end, you go through this portal and you end up in the town that you were you've been in, okay? But the background behind it, you can actually see the studio that they built the town in. Right, you see like the C stands with the lights. Like you went through this portal, so you don't know if you're like in a real world or if you're in someone else's. World. It's pretty cool. I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. You can see the C stands and stuff in the background. Like you're on the set. You're on the set of them making the game. I thought that was pretty neat. I thought that was pretty neat. But yeah, what you're saying about someone remaking the game like that—that'd be badass. But you have to make it like this. If you make it with this art style, with the overlay of the graphics, where you can play a co-op 
game like this with a side scroller and it's a really long board oh that'd be badass i would pay pay good money for that i mean there's 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 so many different spins to like you know like think of all the games you've played like like um they they used to call them uh i don't know what what the actual the genre was but the metroid and castlevania series were kind of like the same where it was like there's a segment of the game that you have to go through and there's a boss ending for that area. I actually, right? I think they call it like, like Vania Ca- games. I think that's what they call yeah, them now. Like, like Castlevania actually got the name. They used that name yeah. to describe the level, but like Castlevania was more linear, right? You couldn't go where you wanted, but Metroid was the same, but you can go where you wanted, right? Like Metroid, right. you could explore whatever. And the problem with Metroid back in the day was, you know, of course it was, back, we're talking about eight bit now, but Everything kind of looked the same after a while. Right. You know, it was like right when you played like, like depending you, on where I was, like it, you're talking about colors, like the yeah, colors were yeah. different, but the board looked when the you, same. When so you it's played, like, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the energy tank to to expel. All my, the games look the same. Goonies, right? it looks the same. Friday the Thirteenth, all those games look exactly the same when yeah, you went like, through the well, side scrollers. Goonies, Goonies Two was so difficult only because at, at the age bracket that I I played it that I couldn't figure out where to go to get to another area right because everything looked the same everything looked the same. right like there was no sign that says this is the door to level two it was like a door in the middle of nowhere that would lead to a different area right i'm like you had to know it was that door yeah like it was no labeling anything right so when i finally finished that game i was like i was i was actually mentally exhausted i was like when i finally <laughs> found the mermaid and the game ended I, I was like i played the game for like a month I couldn't find the door that led to the area where she was. It was, and once again, no internet, and you gotta wait for Nintendo Power Nintendo to come Power, out. Nintendo Power, baby. Bit. Nintendo Power to come out. But I just look at it as there's so many, there's so many types of games that we have played over the years that they are all focusing on the same three or four because they believe that that's the one that's going to make them the Google money. Okay, right, right. So nobody's taking any chances. That's why you need to get. You know, they need to get uh, other indies to come out with something that rehashes some of the other games. And this game here is one of those games. The Trooper book is, right. is one of those games. I like that, though. I like the the the, the fact that you, you brought the, the fighting games up like that. But the style with this, that would be amazing with yeah, but it. Like, where's where's the cool brawler games? Like, you don't they don't do like, anymore. No one likes to do. Well, if everyone if look, if everyone is so gung ho about Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And dead or alive, they bring those back. They right? bring those back. Yeah. What's wrong with those kind of graphics? But my guys running, moving around in like a level, I don't dimensional. I get to beat people up. Like what? And think about it, like because now with with this type of game in in this world and a day and age, making those games where you level up and get different perks and different things, that could be huge inside of those like double dragon games. You know what I mean? Like the more you fight with nunchucks, your nunchuck skills go up. The more you 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 punch but that's your fist, what I mean. right? They that's they're mi- I, mean. I think they're missing a whole genre of games that don't exist there's anymore. Other things that you can do that they're all they're all on the same five or six games. I get it, right? And we're all trying to make money, but as you can see, it's stressing people out. Well, I don't mean people; I mean developers. Right. It's stressing developers out. Obviously, we have people who are freaking out, panic attacks, have to be forced on vacation. You know, they're under a lot of stress crunch time or whatever else so everyone's making the same kind of games maybe it's time to scale back a little bit and try not to make a bazillion dollars and only make a couple million dollars <laughs> like I, I, tens of millions instead of a bazillion yeah yeah I, i'm pretty sure you guys can you, you you're gonna stay afloat today i started playing uh again it's been out for years 
I've been playing uh, City Skylines uh, this morning. And when I first got it, I've never played it before. This was my first time ever playing City Skylines. And I started playing, and I was very confused by the whole thing because I'm so used to SimCity, right? I'm so used to SimCity. And SimCity, I found the, the key of how to make a perfect neighborhood and how everything, you know, where you you build your residential and you put like a, a, a block of residential, a block of residential, a block of residential, and then you make a block of like hospital, police station, fire station, school, and then you just build it and everything's thriving and everything. So I didn't know what to do in City Skylines. I don't have any footage for some reason. It didn't Mixer didn't decided not to record any of it. Um, so I I really enjoyed myself as I was playing. I was like try stuff out, and I was like, okay, well let me see. You don't pay for residential like zoning in this game, okay? So like you place a road, you pay for the road, and then it goes four back from the road. No matter where you put a road, it goes four back from the road, and that's it. So you can make it four wide. Well, you're, depth, you're, just, but, you're just telling the game what you want there. I zone right. it for a residential. I zone it for commercial. Now, I don't remember if City, Sky, if City Skylines has the densities. Are there densities? Yes. Like low-density residential yes. as opposed to high-density? Okay, yeah. there is. Yeah. 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 The game's very deep. you got to be careful with that game. You, that's a time sucker. Well, I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm actually going to play a lot more of it because like, I was starting to design, and when I put the residential down, I was like, oh, it's like, oh that's cool. I was like, so if you put... I started like doing science experiments, right? I just put one plot of land, just one dot, right? And they, they built put a trailer up. They, they built a they up. built a, a little shanty house there. And I was like I was like, "All right, so then I built a two, two two by a one by two. Then I did a two by two, right? And then I did a three by and I started p- figuring all this stuff out and then I did a uh a, a two by four, right? Two two wide, four depth. And when they were when they were started building stuff, they started building like really cool houses. I was like, "Oh, wait a minute now." I was like, oh, so then I would I would build two by four, skip two by four, two by four, skip two by four, and wait till these got those guys got built, right? And then I built the next ones in between them, and then I started making. So then I started making like neighborhoods, like you see in like New York, like in Long Island, where you're from, right? And then I built these other ones that were like four by fours, and they were building like mega mansions on there. Okay, so they're building these like compounds, but they but they don't explain the game. There, the game generates stuff, but doesn't really explain like why it does that. Like, what population does he have that he can have? A, that, what, what does it say? That, is it that detailed? Yeah, no, it's population. So what happens is, if you if you just put a, a blanket uh, zone down for residential, at least this is what I've I've noticed, the houses will switch and change all the time on there right so if there was two houses next to each other all of a sudden they get combined into one later and then they build up like a condo right they just do it by themselves but if you do what i do where you build the land first okay because if you put one spot and then you build like one and then two and then four more behind it'll build a house here here and then here so if you build a two by four and just lay it down it'll build a two by four house there once it's built It'll only upgrade the two by four to other two by four houses, but taller, right? So they make like little condominiums, but only yeah, on yeah, the two by four. Yeah, that's insane, though. You're 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 spending like hours just yes. on like one square yes. block trying to figure out what, what house goes to what. Yes, yes. So what I what I started doing was I started manipulating what I wanted my street block to look like, right? And they would only build two by four houses on these plots of land, and I was like, wow, this is pretty interesting. So then I did it again with industrial, and then I did it again with commercial, and then commercial buildings the most you could do is a four by four where it starts to like 
a giant building and then it goes up really what high. Is it, what is it population density that gives you the cooler building? How does it work? I, I'm not really too sure yet because I've only been playing for about three hours. Like I literally reset the game like five times. I would I would build stuff, put unlimited money on, tried a whole bunch of stuff. Then I reset it and went, I don't like that. Tried a whole bunch of other stuff. And then my last game that I played, I, feel like I played for about two hours, two and a half hours. And I started intricate moving stuff and then moving roads and then finding different road layouts and different things the, the, the level of detail in that game as far as how to construct whatever you can do whatever in that game oh you're constantly building it, it, because it actually it actually blows it, it actually blows sim city away oh absolutely but i actually kind of like sim city a lot but i can understand why people i i'm i'm starting to like this because when i started building and started doing intricate things never give you enough land in sim city well, no, in this your little, your little small areas that you did when your friends had to be your neighbors and that kind of thing. They never give you enough land to this, work with. This this one you can buy nine pieces of property. Okay, nine pieces of property and they're pretty big. So it gives you a piece of property to start with, and then you can buy the one that's connected to it. You can buy you can buy the the, the three by three, make it a, a giant grid, or you can build up a couple different ones that are connected. I really like it. I'm I'm interested in it. I'm just tired. You know what it is. And here's my next uh, next topic. If you guys like City Skylines, check it out if you have Game Pass. It's 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 a fun game. If you like SimCity, if you've never played City Skylines, I've dabbled, just dabbled in it. People were coming in and helping me. They're telling me do this. Uh, there, there's a thing called the battery method, and I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't want to know what that is because uh, supposedly it really helps you out. Where uh, I'm assuming the battery method, where it's like constantly there okay there there are people in that game that actually have files of actual real cities oh yeah you could definitely make a complete city out of this like a real city if you look at google maps you could just lay it out and just do it the same exact thing right you can actually physically not 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 just build your own city from scratch there are actually people out there who actually have made or have taken like an actual the actual city like manhattan or atlanta georgia or whatever city from wherever and they actually put it in the game Street by street. Now, maybe this is in the game and I don't know it. That's that's insanity. Isn't isn't um Amazing. isn't the theme park game that's out? What's the one that we? I can't. Oh, think. that's a that's a good game too, bro. Uh, you no, would love that game. I have it. I have it. What, what's it called? It's not. It's uh, called it's, uh, uh, not park. Is it not park? It, it's not Sim Park. It's it's called. Uh, it's oh, not Coaster God. Tycoon. It's no. Uh, it's uh park 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 uh park something. I forget what it is. That's the tip of my chat, tongue. Chat, we need help. Lifeline. Well, that's because I know too many games. I know too many amusement park games. I played it's, it. It's, it's I played it about a year ago. I played it about a year I don't ago. Want to look it up. I want my brain to work. I don't want to look it up. Um, coaster, co coaster. All right. So there's Roller Coaster Tycoon. I'm not looking it up. There, I'm, I'm using my Brolodex in my park. brain. There's Sim Park. What was the other one that first one we played all the time? That original one that was. Oh, awesome. it was just it was uh it was Baby Bullfrog. It was uh it was just the, theme park. Bullfrog theme park. Which yeah, is called just theme park. park. Um, okay, come on, Rollercoaster Tycoon. Park Inc. Park Inc. was one that's something else though. That's something else. God. Keep anyway, talking, I'll get yeah, it. anyway, this is the thing I was gonna say. I I I don't you know. You can if, actually make anything in that game. That's right. Well, that's what I'm one. saying. Yeah. You could be Disney. You could be well, whatever that's, you want. That's what I'm talking about. I I was hoping that City Skylines I could create my own buildings, right? Like you, like sort of like you can do Park Tycoon. No, it wasn't. It's not. Park. I, I think there's. I think there's. A, I think there's a there's mods for that. I think. I think. I'm pretty that's sure that's probably a PC then, that, not on Xbox. Pretty sure that there's mods for that game already. I'm pretty sure then that would have to be on on PC, not on Xbox. I don't want to look this game up. It's killing me. We show it all the time with the different roller coasters and stuff like that. 
Co- the, Coaster the, Coaster Inc. No. no. Uh, anyway, I like City Skylines very much. Here's the next topic I want to talk about. Talking about these these type of games, right? No, it's not Roller Coaster Tycoon. That's another awesome game. Um, Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Damn so, it. so, so, getting older, right? I'm. I'll be 41 soon, right? I'll be 41 soon, and I'm not bored of video games. I even Fox brought it up in the other day, right? I was like, I just don't know what games I want to play, and she's like, Well, are you? Are you just done playing games? I said, oh, no. No, I'm not done playing games. I'm just tired of the games that I'm playing. Right? I love, like, the truck game. American Truck Simulator, uh, Euro Truck Simulator. Now that I got my steering wheel, that game is com- so much better. So much better in every way, shape, or form. It's 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 a complete simulator. Like, I want to get more stuff. They make the box with the, the parking brake and stuff on it. I'm a, I was like, I want to go all out, build a little, like cockpit of of a car in my in my house right now right but I, i'm not going to but it's just fun right it's just a fun it's a fun time people come in like how oh, how do you play this game and i'm like well, i don't know how do you play like a, a pvp game non-stop we're just shooting people 24 7 right like it's, it's 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 all about what your what your brain will consider mm-hmm. in, consider entertainment for you to hold right. your attention right so here here's my question right i don't know what to play Right, I'm having I'm having I'm having a brain fart of what I want to play. I look at my my Xbox. There's over a hundred games. There's like 224 games on Game Pass. I look at them like nah. Right. I go to Steam. I have like a thousand games. I look at them and I'm like, nah. Like I don't I don't feel like playing anything. Right. Like I, I you know what you what you have to do honestly and I, I do it every once in a while is you force yourself to play something that you wouldn't normally play I, right just to see just to see first of all if your brain will allow you number one right but sometimes it doesn't doesn't hold your attention right then once you start playing these other games that you wouldn't normally play just for shits and giggles you'll enjoy going back to something that you're comfortable with because you haven't played it in a while i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of different games here's another game that i would like to see them come out with again right with all with all the technology that we have right now okay how come they don't have like a police quest but oh, not point, but God, not, I would love that. But not, but not point and click. Like actually train as a cop. You're yeah. in the academy. I've talked about that with Grand Theft Auto. Go out and then go out and, and try to solve and and like and have different levels, right? Yep. You're a street cop. You have to do tickets, uh, domestic disputes, that kind of thing. And it actually teaches you how to be a cop. You got to learn the codes, like an actual cop simulation game. I would, right? I would now, love if they, if they do have one. They haven't made one in a long time. There, there's certain games out there, but they're not as detailed as you want. Like I would love a Grand Theft Auto. I've talked about this. What about APB? Remember APB? Yep, it wasn't as good though, right? No. Like, but Grand- it was hilarious that you get a crash into the donuts for extra time. Yes, Grand Theft Auto. I thought hits it. Like I watched Grand Theft Auto RP. The guys that isn't, are, it, isn't that fascinating? It's the best thing on. It's the best entertainment you can watch on streaming that's, right now. I think that's better than reality TV. Absolutely, absolutely. I was just having a conversation with someone earlier today. I said, you know what? You would love RP of Grand Theft Auto. I was like, you love drama. You love reality shows. You would love Grand Theft Auto because you start knowing the characters in the server, okay, and then you know what type of person they are, and they have drama with other people, and it's all fake. It's all fake, right? The chat gets into it, man. They hate the other streamer that's doing something. And they're like, and the person streaming is like, it's RP. It's not real people. Like they really invest their time in people. It's phenomenal. Anyway, there's a there's a streamer, multiple streamers that are cops, and they do it. Yes. So, What's his name? Well, What's his name? He's uh, a real cop. Though. Sheriff Eli, right? Eli, right. 
is is the best, right? But there's other guys that are coming up that are cops that are phenomenal. And I was like, what about if they made a game, right? And they and, and Rockstar did. They made the the old nineteen uh uh what the hell is that uh the cop game? Fuck. I can't think of the cop game they made. Were you like Someone please, my brain is on, on, on drugs today. I can't even think what? of anything. Are you talking about the, the, the detective game? The detective game, yeah. I can't think of it. I don't even know what the oh name is. I just, I just, uh, listen, L.A. Just, Noir, thank you yeah. very much. Right, just so everyone understands, I woke up today with a bottle of scotch, <laughs> an empty bottle of scotch next to me in bed. I, so I, don't know I had a rough night last night. Let's just... I don't know why. Not, my brain isn't firing on all cylinders. I don't know I why I can't think of names like that. But L.A. Noir was close but still, I would love a police quest. I would love a Grand Theft Auto where, like you just said, you're a cop and you're beating, the, you're you're starting the beat, right? You're, you're walking in the streets and hey, you work your way up, sets, right? And you level up as you right. and the more things that you do, and the more people you bust crimes and do a whole bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, but but it it could be just like it is now with Grand Theft Auto. It could be exactly the same, except that there's skill trees and whatnot. Yes, and there's only so many people per service, so it doesn't get too chaotic. Right, right. I would think that would be phenomenal if they did something like that, right? But the mods, but the mods in that game make it is is what makes it though, because oh, they, yeah. the guys, I like if you're a drug dealer and you assign yourself as a drug dealer, then it takes you after you collect a certain amount of things, it takes a certain amount of time to actually make the drugs. Yep, and then you sell the drugs to other people, either yeah, you, an NPC you, or an actual person. Right. So then they can set up sting operations, whatever else, and they and they role play the whole thing. You can't walk up to a car and just steal it in right. in the mod. You have to. Hotwire it, right? And right. you see a meter at the bottom. It takes super long. It takes it, and then sometimes it goes through a second one. It goes through, and you can't figure it out. Same with bank robberies. The bank robberies in this game. Have you seen someone do a heist yet in a bank robbery on on, no, on, the, not, on the server? On, on the R GTARP? No. Yeah, a GTARP on the server. They have to get explosives. They can get drills. Okay, and then when they go through the drill, you see them drilling through the thing, and they break the bits. And they, so they have to buy multiple bits. Right, and it takes a long process. So guys were stealing it, and they got the money. They're like, "Yeah, we made we made seventy k," and they're like, "Oh, it's a good deal." I'm like, no, man, you got to pay me back for my costs of the each drill bit was like ten thousand dollars, right? And I had three drill bits. We bro we broke them all, right? Then we had we had the um, the thermite thermite uh, detonation. That's expensive, right? So once the guy that paid for all the stuff got his money back. Then his cut, they each only had like five thousand dollars, and they're like, "That's definitely not worth it, right?" So they had to try to find something else they're, to. They're they're tweaking it. They're, they're trying to tweak it. They're trying to figure out what what makes a better balance of like what it costs. To, they, like they make it sometimes they make it too realistic. Like I get it, it's supposed to be a simulation, but just goes to show you that what it, what they're capable of now. Like if they were looking for a re reoccurring game that people would be involved in, that's it right there, right? Because it's real life role playing inside of a video game with skill levels and so if they're looking for games as a service model that's the one that's it that's the one that makes you keep coming back because right. there's a reason for me to do so right well most right? games that are very popular have mods right where the 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 population of the fan base takes their game and mods it to shit and makes it the way they want to play it and they just keep playing it they just keep yeah, playing but, it yeah but it makes it it makes it outstanding look what they did to skyrim yep. look at all the leaders of skyrim there's that one guy i can't remember his name Fallout. Right? Fallout's the, the, got guy, the, mods? the guy who did he did he redid Fallout 4 to the point where <clears throat> the the settlements build themselves like it's called sim settlements settlements the pc version works better but you can still do it on console where like once the town becomes yours like you, you instigate the town you put a town hall up like you actually put the piece down where the town hall is and then people will come 
and they actually start building the town the way that they feel like it. Right. Like you don't have to build you don't have to build the thing. All you have to say is, okay, the town's open. Anybody who wants to come, come. You you put the thing down, the flag down, and then people actually show up, and then you see them go over and they start building stuff. And then and you decide how you want them to build it. Like you say, okay, we want it to be like an industrial thing or whatever, and then they'll build like industry. Right. Right. It's it's amazing. Like that's why when I look at Fallout 76, I'm like, this is garbage. You guys, I know I know what this game is capable of before anyone touches it. And you guys said that this is an online service game. You guys are, you have no idea. How about you call the guy that does Sim Elements and the rest of those guys and give them a job? And then we'll see 76 actually come into actually do something. They can't. There's nobody in the game. Right. Right. Uh, they did very well, bro. They did very well. They sold very well. But like I said, there's there's so there's so many different types of games, but they're they're still they're concentrating on all the same ones. I want to see I want to see somebody do something. And and if I, if you notice, I, I watch these I watch these things on YouTube, like the best the, the top ten best games coming out for 2019, or the top ten best games like RPGs, right? And you look at the games, and I'm like, okay, so all these games are coming out in 2019, right? And they're all the fucking same, yeah. okay? Like. Except it's a different time period. Like, okay, so it's the dawn of man. Like you're you're a caveman, and it's like a, a it's like a RTS, uh, but it's only single player, and it's the dawn of man. Like your guys are just done with rocks, and then the more stuff you do, the time the kind the time keeps ticking. But they get smarter. They invent tools. Right. They can build a better house. Then they have to kill the the buffalo without themselves being killed. Right. Then it turns then into they Right. And then there's that one. Then there's the one that's in 17th century. Then there's the one that's in the future. There was one I saw that was the Mars, like uh, it was Evolution Mars or something where like you actually had to colonize Mars. But like you had to send like robots there first to, to get things ready. Okay, okay. You actually send a person there. It's right. like, OK, how many different versions of the same game has everybody got? Do they all sit around and talk about it? Like, hey, when's your game coming out? Oh, next year. Mine, too. What are you doing? Oh, RTS uh, Action Adventure. <laughs> Me, too. But when's yours? Like, no like way. Nobody spread, they don't spread out. Everyone we're comes we're out colonizing out Uranus. Uh, we're doing Mars. Oh, well, that's that's fantastic, right? Comes out the Anno yeah. just came out. Anno, the, the Anno, new Anno. 1880. 1800 or 1800. 1880, yeah. It looks phenomenal. Like, it looks phenomenal. I, what is it really, Mike? It's just another Sim City game. It's just a Sim City, yeah. It's just a it's a Sim City in eighteen eighty. Right. Right. Yeah. But but no one comes like like everybody comes out at the same time with the same game. I'm just I'm curious to know if they get around, they just sit and don't talk about it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, haven't we haven't we drilled haven't we drilled it into everybody's mind right now? The the fighting game, the uh, games of service game, the shooter. Like when is when when is someone gonna just take a take a chance, man? Make it make a game, just make a game. Well, sometimes they they make games, but then um, you know they they just get tossed under the rug. There's no. What about what about what about the new Star Wars game? Why don't we talk about that? Well, hold on, hold on, because I'm 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 moving over to PlayStation right now. Okay, we're moving over to PlayStation. Uh, I'm trying to find. About, you want to talk about the hardware? Yeah, I'm Are trying to. I'm trying to find the actual breakdown of the hardware because the story i have doesn't have the the hardware um now is it is it talked about it as fact or is it talked about it as speculation as 2020 being the release date for no, playstation 5? no it's well it's not really confirmed but it's it's basically confirmed right so <clears throat> here's 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 why it's confirmed but not confirmed right so if i can find the goddamn playstation 
can someone give me a list? The one that you put in uh, in Discord is uh, is is not a good one. Like there's a there's one that has a breakdown of all the stuff. Uh, this one, let's see, the AMD. No. Hold on. PlayStation 5 detail specs. There it is. All right. All right. So on this thing, it says that the uh, the PS5, including an eight core CPU base, AMD, uh, uh, third gen Risen line built chip company's latest seven uh, NM Zen two processor and custom GPU base AMD Radeon Navin hardware. Uh, PS5 will be supporting 8K. I don't know why, because they're way ahead of their time. Uh, most people are, don't even have 4K, and they're going to 8K. Yeah, but, they, but you need to have some type of that's just a goal, selling point. Yeah, a goal in the background to chase after. Let me tell you, I get it. PlayStation Six could be, have 8K right 10 years from now, and then it would it would still be 10% of the market has 8K. Okay, um, they're emphasizing on 3D audio for PlayStation 5, a new a AMD chip. Apparently includes a custom unit just for that. Sony hopes that the lead to more immersive game, both TV, TV speakers and headphones. Other big changes coming to the PlayStation 5 is the replacement of the hard drive with the SSD, which cuts down on the load, load times time. and stuff like that. Um, uh, possible with the hard drive. Uh, in a demo described in Wired, fast traveling to Spider-Man for PS4 took only 0.8 seconds uh, on an early dev kit of PS5 compared to 15 seconds on the PS4. Uh, 0.8 seconds compared to 15 seconds. Yes, yes, yes. We get that. But you have to you have to take into account a a a new game, present day game running off that, and then give me the then give me the specs. Right. Not we understand an old game you can load up in two seconds. So but look, go ahead. No, no, they I'm like Duplus brought it up. So for me unlike most people i i like the game not not just the load time but frame rate right like i want the game keep, i want the keep game your to be 8K. smoother right keep your 8K. Give, give me 60 frames as much as i don't give a right. shit about the visuals as much as i give give a shit about about frame rate because if you want your next shooter or the next sports game or the next you know fighting game to be the best that it can be, the frame rate for online play has got to be there. Right. The the constant lag, the lag spikes, thing, they have to reach some kind of benchmark where the game is just smooth. I we, it, the PC players know about it. You want buttery smooth, right? I'm tired of the the jumps and the the, the flickering and like it can't load up, it can't catch up. Like because they're saying they're saying that just the, the way that the chips are made and the way that the the processing power is handled. There's only a certain amount that it can handle. Period. You can't go beyond that with current technology, as what as what they say. Oh, right. So, but you need to. They need to focus more on stability of game more than pretty. Well, because all pretty does is eat up resources. And if it's a shooter game or a fighting game or something that you need milliseconds to like make sure I'm the one the first to to hit the trigger, that it has to work. I mean. Even if they pull this off, the next consoles are going to be a streaming box anyway, right? Like after this, the streaming box. So it doesn't matter how powerful the processor is. If the 
processing power is coming over from the other side of the internet. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's not, it's not processing. It's the cloud's not processing the game. The game is just being streamed. No, no, no. To your the, box, but, your box is actually doing no, it. No, but what I'm telling you is Xbox is already working on technology that is the processing on that. They already have a thing that you pay 35 bucks a month right now, Sarge. You can have the shittiest computer. Okay, as long as you're not playing online games, like you're just playing a single player game, but your computer can't handle the graphics and stuff, you pay 35 bucks a month. I forgot what the company's called. Okay, and they literally stream it live to your computer, and you're playing over servers at the highest graphical settings on your shitty computer, right? But doesn't make any sense. Like, what's the point of me having a computer at that point? It's just to access their computer, right? I don't, I don't understand. So right. So what do you what are you supposed to so I don't even have to I don't even have to buy myself a computer anymore. I could just have a box in my house that Yes. Can, can and pay take, thirty and pay take, thirty-five bucks and then you stream four K high definition, sixty but, frames but a second. Need, but don't you need a video card that can at least handle that? No, because it's not nothing's being processed on your end. It's, it's being, just I'm just being streamed to me. You're just using a controller <laughs> on a satellite that's going to their servers and their games and they're streaming it to your house. Yep. That's it. Right? That's already there. That's already but, happening. But, but that would but that would also that would also mean that in God forbid there's any kind of internet problems at all, I can't play the game I want to play because it's well, not actually in the house. There's also it's not, it's not running right, off my machine. Right. I don't own it. And on top of that, there's bad there's bad internet and I can't play my game. Right. So when I'm playing thirty five bucks a month. The, the, it's it, I'll I'll tell you what though, it's genius. Yeah, because if you if you can't afford a two thousand dollar computer but you can pay thirty five bucks a month for the. That's only three hundred three hundred dollars, right? It's only three hundred dollars for the year, or three fifty for the year. So you have to have good internet, though, right? Here, here's why I think that it says rumored twenty twenty, and this is why I think the rumor is going to be pretty damn close. Okay, and this is our next conspiracy, you know, thoughts and and, and predictions here. Death Stranding, I've always said, is not coming out on this gen console. I don't believe so. It's not coming out. Okay. Keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. I said Elder Scrolls Six, not coming on this consoles. Okay, my it might be both consoles, right? But I think what's going to happen is uh, Cyberpunk, Death Stranding, all these massive uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, they're all coming out on next gen consoles. You look well, at some of the stuff. Because you you gotta have something good to release with the console, right? So you gotta have the reason why I'm why am I buying this console? Why so, am I buying it? So here's the thing, right? Death Stranding exclusive for PlayStation. That's that's a game that everyone's been waiting for and don't know what the fuck it is. That's a game you sell with the next console, right? 2020, 2020. I don't think they're gonna wait to 2021 or whatever else. 2020. Now, Sony is the number one in the in the in the, in the gaming industry right now with with consoles, right? It's the most popular console. It's blowing away Xbox. It's like three to one, I think it is. I think it's three to one now. Does Xbox now? They've already announced that May seventh comes out the discless uh, Xbox with the with the Game Pass bundled thing that's going on now with the Game Pass and Gold combined for fifteen bucks a month, right? So you get Game Pass and Gold for fifteen bucks a month. Um, so Xbox has to get ahead of them. They're releasing the upgraded version of the, of the discless one, which is for the casual gamer, right? The people that are okay not having physical discs or anything like that, right? But they don't know who this is for. They they said this is that this Xbox is for people that like digital stuff, right? So that's who they're focusing on, 
right? It's not a new Xbox, not more powerful or anything like that. It's just fifty bucks less. It's two fifty. You get the you get the Xbox with no disc. Takes no discs. Okay. Watch how people buy discs for this, and, and you're gonna hear in some news store. I I got this for Christmas, and I didn't know it didn't have a disc player. You know, it's happening. Just watch. Yeah, you, well, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So basically, I think Xbox at E3 might drop a bomb saying that, hey. We got consoles coming out this year. Our new console is coming out this year. You believe Xbox is going to release a console well, this year? Think about it. They have to. If they want to get ahead of PlayStation, PlayStation jumped ahead of them last time. They announced their Xbox One X is coming out, and PlayStation said, well, here's here's PlayStation 4 now, pro, boom. And they put it out like six months, seven months before Xbox One could get out. Xbox One X could come out, right? So now, if PlayStation is coming out in 2020... Right, Xbox has got to be like, look, we gotta get our we gotta get our console out before PlayStation gets their console out because if we go head to head with them, okay, with these with these consoles, now there's a rumor saying, and I don't know how much this is true or not, okay, they said Grand Theft Auto Six might release exclusively for PlayStation for one for month, for a month, for one right. month. Now I don't find that being far fetched because. Grand Theft Auto used to be exclusively for PlayStation regardless. That's where it came from, right? When it first came to console, it was only on PlayStation. For years, it was only on PlayStation. So could this happen again? Even if it comes out the same time. I don't, but I don't believe currently in the timeline that we're looking at. I do not believe that Xbox has enough first-party titles to tie in with their new system. What, what I find interesting is we all know that they lose money on hardware, right? They keep saying that they always lost money on hardware. It's the software where they make up the money. So my question is, why does Xbox having so many different options for their console, right? The, the one without the disc, the normal one with the disc, what? the normal one with the disc with a better processor. Like, why are you making different tiers of consoles if the console is what you guys lose money on anyway? I, I think what they're what they're trying to do is they're just trying to flood the market because PlayStation only has one box and it does what it does. Well, I have two, the four and four pro, right? They're trying to hit anyone at every market. So for everyone that buys a $250 discless one, right? There's one person buying the Xbox one X, which is three times the amount of that one system, right? You see what I'm saying? So every time they sell one Xbox one X is like selling three, Three of the other yeah, ones. But, but if I buy but if I buy a sad edition Xbox, I'm basically saying to myself, well, I guess I have to get Game Pass. Yeah. That's what they want you to do. That's what they're trying to I, do. That, right. So that's that's basically what it is. Basically what it is is you're making a game system on purpose that that forces me to buy Game Pass. Right, which I've said. I've said that they they're their bread and butter is this Game Pass, right? They're gonna charge, they charge ten bucks a month, right? They keep doing these deals where you get a dollar a month, dollar for three months, whatever it is. Hey, they're constantly coming out with new games. Games of service doesn't matter because you're always going to come back, right? Sea of Thieves, State of Decay. They're all these these things that they're constantly upgrading, give you the DLC for free. This is their game plan. Now, going forward, okay, here's what Xbox says. I don't know. It says Xbox New Studios will show new things nobody has seen before at E3. If they're showing stuff... This is just the headline here. It says Microsoft has been acquiring studios left and right recently, but so far we haven't seen an output... 
uh, from any of the new developers. The company has promised it will change very soon, as Xbox head Phil Spencer says that the Microsoft E3 presentation will showcase projects coming from the new studios in their various stages of completion. Everything they showed at E3 this year, nothing's coming out this year. Right? Let's just say that right now. Nothing's coming out this year. There's no way, because they just bought some companies up, even if they had something in the works, it's about another a year or two years Xbox, out. Xbox doesn't have to show you anything this year because PlayStation is not even going to be there. No, but what I'm saying, they're they're showing you a bunch of stuff. They said they're showing you new stuff that's never been seen before. Our new studio is going to have things to show, which is going to be awesome. Some new things or nobody has seen before, which will be fun, Spencer said during an inside Xbox presentation. I think it's going to be really interesting to just... Uh, have those teams showing up this year, starting to show what they're building for us, right? It's just all about anticipation. Now, what they could do is here's a new here's a new console coming out, right? Now we don't have any new games for it this year. They might have one game that comes out, right? That's bundled with it, whatever it is, maybe Halo Infinity, whatever it is, okay? And then next year they're like, oh, next year they show everything at E3. And then next year, for the lineup of games coming out, get your Xbox now, right? Because you're going to have all these new things, right? Spencer also hinted out Obsidian might use the Xbox stage to show more of the Outer Worlds sci-fi RPG exclusive Xbox since it's been published under the private uh, division. Uh, but the studio could take the opportunity to showcase it regardless, uh, Spencer said. And we'll take to see all the studio's uh, acquisitions uh, throughout the E3. It's been nice uh, starting to work with, the, uh, with these studios. Uh, they come in and think that they, how big and deal E3 is in the platform I can see getting excited about, he says. It'll take years to have them fully integrated in the way of all the teams do because different teams are at different parts of the development cycle right now, right? So he's even saying it up front. It's going to take years. So they're going to show you stuff, right? But I, I believe if, if Xbox, they have to do something if they want to be ahead of PlayStation. If it's releasing the Project X Cloud, if it's releasing a updated version, maybe a little bit more powerful Xbox One X and S, not discless, but just more powerful systems, right? Maybe not a new system, maybe just another upgraded system. Wait, you're talking about this year? Another upgraded system this year? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, you're, out, you're out of your mind. There's no way, dude. I don't know. There's no way. They, the, Xbox has got to get their their shit together when it comes down to reasons why I want an Xbox. I think I think because like, because exponentially as, is getting current, faster and current faster. Market, current market projections right now, in all honesty, bro, I'm thinking about getting a PlayStation next, the, the next go around. Like I don't think Xbox is going to be doing anything because they're solely relying on this the the pile of indie studios that they have to do these first party titles. They got nothing that stand on their own. And they're hoping that Game Pass keeps them afloat while these guys work on these games. Well, they have 12, 12 companies working on games right now. They Three bought, to five years takes to make a good game. Right, but they already... If consoles, they, if consoles are coming out next year, they've only been working for two they, years. No, no, they were already in development with some of their games already in the pipeline. They bought these studios, and now they're probably about a year away, two years away. I would say half the studios out of 12 or 13 will probably come out with something within the next year to year and a half, I would, I would assume. Well, we're, we're going to find out, man. I, I just don't think that I don't think that either I think PlayStation is more is better prepared for the release of a new console than Xbox ever is because they, they can never get the things that they need to in order prior to the year that they're going to release. And if they do and it, it's rushed like it was for the 360 generation where you end up with Red Rings of Death 
because boards weren't put together properly. Right. You had mother chips popping off the boards and that kind of thing because you're trying to rush to make rush to make a deadline. But let's be honest. If if and if if what you say is true about consoles for PlayStation coming out 2020, right? If that's true, they're making PlayStation fives right now. Well, yeah, they and already have. De- they, yeah, they, they have to be. They already have Otherwise, dev kits. They'll never they, be able to sell yeah, yeah, the they, million copies that they're going to sell. Yeah, by, they already. They said in the. They said in the article they in a dev kit they already had they already had stuff running on the PlayStation Five. So, they they already have it internally. Last year, they said that they were working on multiple systems. Xbox did right. So now we're a year from that point, and that means they were already working on it a year and a half before that point before they announced it. Right. So, Buckeye, yeah, absolutely. They never show anything at E3. Well, that's not true. They showed it at E3. It takes about a year. It takes about a year. If they show it at E3, the earliest you're going to see something, unless you're Bethesda, when they, they released it three months later, they showed it and they, they dropped the game. But majority, I would say about 80, 90% of the games that they show at E3, earliest is like February, right, is when it comes out, right? You have a good six yeah, months. E3, E3 should be not only that you're talking about the new hardware and things that are coming out this year, but the game portion of E3 should be what's coming out this year. That should be the whole buzz. Right. The buzz not to be, I'm excited about something that's coming out 18 months from now. I mean, look at look at a lot of the games that Days Gone, that Duplass just said, two years ago they showed it. Anthem, two years. Uh, lost, lost. What was that one with the with yeah, the, days, gi- with the giant day, dragon isn't, or whatever? Isn't days, isn't days gone coming out like in next week? Uh, it's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. Right? But it's been like so two years. Here's, here's, it's been two years. Point. Here's my point. I feel zero hype for Days Gone. Right, because they showed it two years ago. Zero. Yeah. What I I don't know why the marketing. What they need to do for marketing is short at E3. Release in September, October, November, right. December. Yeah, it comes out this year. Yeah, it comes out this year. Like Bethesda, everything Bethesda shows at their conference comes out within the year, within that year. No matter what state it's in. No matter what state it's in. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So there's there's a little bit of there's a little bit. I don't know. I think. Do you think? Let's go back to the Grand Theft Auto Six thing. If it does come out and it's exclusive for one month, is that a big deal? Is that a huge? Is that going to sell millions and millions of, of PlayStations? The, yeah, but the fictitious exclu- exclusivity for just something lame like that, just because you're trying to get people to buy the console. Well, that's know, what it I, is, right? That's you know, exactly what it is. Until until gamers' mental ability to be like the, that they don't respond to FOMO, okay? And they just buy it on what they want to buy it on, as opposed to thinking that they have to have it right now. Like that mentality, I get. When you're younger, you want it now. You don't give a shit. I don't care what's coming out, when it comes out. But the first one that's going to have it out, I want it. I get it. But what's the difference but a month? Who cares? Right. Right? I'm more interested in, is the game done? Is the game done? Is it cool? If it's a rock star game, it's done. Right. Is it fun? Yeah. Uh, these are the top three questions you should ask yourself before you buy. Anyway, is it fun? I don't care. I want to be first. Cool. You're first. And then you're like, this sucks. Why'd I pay so much money for this? Right, like, right. it's the same dude. Right. It's the same dude. He's screaming that he paid too much money for something that sucks. Like, you have all options. All options. Do you think... Yeah, we... but, but here's, here's the thing with GTA 6. Do you think that they've been working with that and Red Dead at the same time? Do you think that that... Because Mike and I both discussed this. We don't think GTA 6 is coming out until the next console. Yeah. No, because it's definitely there not. Because there hasn't been a GTA for this console for this generation. this console, no. 
There hasn't been any. No, because, because they GTA was 5 remastered came out on the 360. It just got remastered. Yeah, it was remastered one. with first person. Yeah, yeah. No, no Rockstar. No, no Grand Theft Auto game released for this current generation. PlayStation Four or Xbox One. None. They were all remastered. It was at the tail end of the 360 and PlayStation Three, and they remastered it and upgraded it, upscaled it, whatever to to this one. Right, and, Dead, and they came out for PC. This generation's Rockstar game. Correct. Right. Which is at the tail end. Because Xbox One, hold up. Uh, Xbox uh, One release date, or the S release date. Um, when did it come out? Xbox Foxy, One they has. have to they have to stop showing cinematics for the, for the trailer and show me gameplay. Like it's getting down to the point now where ever since the Anthem debacle, like no one gives a shit about a, yeah, a, a cinematic. If you're showing me cinematics, you don't show me gameplay. I'm I'm already questioning. I think we're already six years into this console, right? Xbox One. Now I know the S came out and the X came out, but Xbox One has been out since in November. It will be six years, right? We're on the tail end, right? Every five years, usually they've been stretching that out, right? 360 was out for like eleven years before they came out with a new with a new one. Okay, so there's they they've stretched it out, right? So PlayStation, let me see, PlayStation Three, uh, PlayStation Three release date 2006, right? And then PlayStation Four came out in 2013. Yeah, so they're on the tail end, six years, right? So there's still people just playing the regular Xbox One. I just upgraded to the S like this year, like a couple months ago. Okay. Otherwise, I would still have an old school Xbox One that was back from 2013. You got to think about it, right? You're saying there's no way they're coming out with new consoles. And I'm telling you the consoles that are coming out from now on going forward, okay, are no longer consoles. They're going to be treated like PC computers, right? Every two years, you buy a PC computer. Your graphics card out obsolete. The next game comes out. You can't run it. Your drivers are too slow. You got to upgrade the RAM. You got to do a bunch of stuff. That's PC life. Okay. If you want to stay with the big boys, you got to pay with the big boys. Okay. Consoles, they've always been buy it $250, $300, $500 if you buy it when it first comes out and sit on it for 11 years, right? Or 10 years or seven years, whatever it is. Consoles are like, nope. Not anymore. We're, we're buying stuff, and that's why Xbox is doing what they're doing. Here's an Xbox One. Here's an Xbox One S. Here's an Xbox One X. Here's an Xbox One Discless. Here's an Xbox One X S Discless. Here's an Xbox One X X One dis- Discless. Whatever they're doing, they're they're constantly doing that because they know someone's going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy a new Xbox, right? Because I want to get that 4K. I want to get that 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 experience. Oh, I want to get that new audio. Oh, it's so smooth. It looks so great. That's what they're doing. It's constantly upgrading. Every two to four years, you're upgrading. So yeah, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my my myself out there and say Xbox will release a new console this Christmas season. Okay, I think they're gonna release if it's an upgraded they, they version. Got, hold got, on, they got they got nothing. It will be an upgraded version of the S and the X, but it'll be more powerful than what we have now. Okay. That's got, that's my they prediction. Got, they, got no, they got no games to go with it. They got, they got no reason to buy it. Just like the X came out. There was no reason to buy that either. They just kept bragging about flops. I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying Xbox 2 or whatever the fuck it is. I'm saying that they're coming out with... They, they have a discless one right now. They're coming out with a more upgraded version 
of the Xbox One later this year. They have to. They have to get out before PlayStation 5 or whatever comes out. Right? Yeah, put whatever flops you want on it. I don't know what the specs are. Okay? All I know is, I guarantee you it'll be smaller than the Xbox One S. Okay? And yet it'll be more powerful than the Xbox One S. It'll be like thirty percent less. But if but if we're if we're so close to, if we're so close to the ability where it doesn't matter what system I have in my house if we're streaming whatever I have to through if my box becomes a streaming box right it's on their side right the game's playing on their side I'm just streaming it mm-hmm. if that's the case then why why wait for a console why why don't we just start changing over now where but that's what Xbox is doing that's why they're that's why they're doing the Project X Cloud that's coming out right that's streaming from other services. Right, you can play on your iPhone. You can play whatever. But you want but the, the whole point of having the, the, a standardized hardware for a console is so that it guarantee works. Like that was the point. Like you make it a game is going to guarantee work. It's not because my video card's outdated or whatever else is outdated. But we want it to be a, a beast machine that actually pushes the pushes the envelope for what the next games are supposed to be. Right? We had a 360 a for 11 years. Yeah. It was crazy. Right. But during that period of time, it was because microchip problems, hardware problems, market problems. They couldn't they couldn't just make a new system because it wasn't cost effective. It, it was it would, it would it would put too much strain on the company. They right. had to wait that long before the the actual hardware was advanced enough for them to come out with an Xbox One and a PlayStation Three or excuse me, PlayStation PlayStation Four. So now, what? Where's the where's the next step that you say? This is a reason to buy the new piece of hardware, like because otherwise, what are we actually waiting for? VR is still on the back burner, right? VR has two problems: hardware problems and uh, actual. Uh, what's the term I'm using here? Like the reason to buy a VR, like the game that goes with VR that the that the developers have come out with that you want to have it, like you got to have it. Like there's a lot of good decent games out there, but there's no have to have it. Right. You have to get VR. It's still on the back burner. So when's the line going to be drawn where the hardware dictates its time and it's cost effective? Like people want a beast machine, right? They want the machine to be like high res, awesome graphics. Look, good, good, good frame rate. Where's the game? What's what's the system that fucking Google came out with? Stadia, Stadia, whatever it was, Stadia. I don't listen. I don't. Here, think, I don't think their infrastructure for internet is in place for Google to even come up with that. Look, it it it's not there for everybody, but it's there. No, no, it's not mainstream, right? Three D is there. Not everyone owns three D. Four K is there. Not everyone owns four K, right? Eight K is out there. Not everyone owns eight K. It's not meant for the masses yet, right? I have a screen in my house that's like seventeen feet tall. I'm the only person on the planet Earth that has it. I paid twenty seven thousand dollars for it, right? Once everyone buy, starts buying more and more and they produce more and more, the prices drop, right? So that's the thing, right? Yeah, internet is not in everyone's home. Well, let me tell you something. Five years ago, your internet wasn't 300 kilobytes per second or you know what I mean? Like three, 300 megabytes per second, right? It's getting better exponentially faster, exponentially faster. In the last 10 years, okay, we went from having computers the size of, oh, I'm sorry, the last 30 years, we had computers the size of our, our room and now this right here is more powerful than what nasa sent a fucking spaceship to to space with okay and it's in your fo- it's in your pocket radiating your, your your crotch okay like 
exponentially faster. 2007 was when the first cell phone, uh, smartphone came out. Here we are in 2019. You can do immaculate, amazing things. If you think that the streaming service and stuff that's... That, five years ago, no one had Google Fiber. Now there's, there's, there's hundreds of cities. I know it doesn't sound like a lot. Hundreds of cities with Google Fiber, right? The main ones, the main cities, yeah. yes. Yeah, so... They'll, they'll start off. They'll basically start off in the in the major metropolitan areas. Yeah, you won't you won't be able to do and then, get the and stuff. And then it'll it'll spread from there. Right. Well, if, but it, but it's but at least it's competition. Somebody else is taking a turn. Someone's doing something. Google Fiber's ending in certain places, but obviously they're doing something else, right? Like Fiber's ending, but they found something else that's better than Fiber, right? There's that's what I'm talking about. There's exponentially better things that constantly are being evolved and 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 uh, and made. So that's that's what I think. I think Xbox has got to come out swinging as far as the thing. All right. So we're gonna, we're going to change the subject here. We're going to go to uh, what is this? Let's talk about. We, there's a lot of stuff about. Let's just go to Star Wars, right? Star Wars Celebration was last weekend. It ran through Friday, I think, till Monday, right? So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. This is like everything Star Wars, geek out, everything Star Wars, right? They talked about the new Episode Nine. They talked about the Mandalorian. They talked about the Clone Wars. They talked about Season 2 of, um, um, I forget the new one. I haven't seen the new one. Uh, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon series. I, I think it's Revolution or, or uh, what the hell is the Star Wars one called? You're talking about the new Star Wars, the new Star Wars show. There's a show. There's an animated show out. I forget what it's called. Star Wars. Uh, Wait, besides Clone Wars, Resistance, besides the Mandalorian, Resistance. Right now, yeah, yeah. It's Good first season. Lord. First season just passed. It takes place during, um, between episode five years before the last jet, um, the, the Force Awakens. Okay, so that that's what it takes place in. Anyway, so Star Wars to keep track of Star Wars Celebration dropped a shit ton of information about everything. They talk about the the park, uh, Galaxy's Edge. They talked about uh, the different shows for Disney Plus. They talked about uh, new books that are coming out. Did you see this? Did you see the trailer? What's a, what's, a, what's a book? Did you see the new trailer for the episode nine? Well, which trailer? I saw the one trailer. There's only one trailer. Okay, then I've seen it. Okay, where Ray's out in the middle of the desert, uh, and then she opens up her lightsaber, and then she turns to the camera, and 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 so on. Um, what did you think? We're going to talk about it. Speculations. What do you think? Where do you think it's going? From the last shitty movie that Ryan Johnson gave us to this movie, the title is called Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. What do you think that? means or pertains to and right, well, at right, the end is... of the trailer hold on at the end of the trailer the emperor is laughing and he's official that he's in the movie so the emperor from return of the jedi that died he's in in this last this last part of the saga okay so this is a 45 minute discussion number one that's why we right? started at the, 918 the number, the number the number of people who started uh, brainstorming what actually was happening with that trailer has gone. Everyone's gone apeshit. Okay. First of all, the fact that they picked the title rise of Skywalker. Okay. 
is 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 hilarious to me. Wait, it's hilarious. Hold on, because it causes it causes so much conflict with the did fandom. You, did you it's see? Incredible. Hold on, did you see? There was a tweet from, from 2012. 2012. Yeah, that a person that had like 70 followers, okay, yeah. or, or something like Name that, the movie. Name named the movie. the movie and said the Emperor's returning. Yeah, in this plots, tweet and, and the plot's in there already right and and the, and the, the plot and the name of the, of the fucking movie which yeah. was supposed to be episode seven but then yep. got scrapped and now here's the title with the emperor in episode nine yeah i can't wait the, for jason schreier to make a report about this <laughs> like yeah, i want him to write I, an investigative report I about believe, what happened to star wars yeah i believe that the last jedi was ryan johnson's attempt but it was not part of the chronological story I believe that that movie was supposed to be the rise of Skywalker. This what? movie, the, the the movie currently right now, should have been where the Last Jedi is, and that movie should not have existed. No, see, well, right. in, in the timeline, in the timeline, the, the rise of Skywalker no, no. was supposed to be no, no. Episode Seven. No, no, no. I'm, I, what I'm telling you is the fact that that guy has the title of the movie picked and the plot. Did you read the plot? No, I didn't read the plot. Okay. You need to go back and read the tweet. He's got the plot of the movie in there. Too. Just tell it. Just say it. I don't care. No, no. I want people to. I don't want to. Say, it's a little, fucking little thing from 2012. No, doesn't matter, bro, because it the way it's described sounds very good it to me. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. It doesn't, it, it doesn't happen. It, just say it. 2012. Go ahead. Say it. <laughs> I, I don't know it ver verbatim. I, so make up some you, shit. Read it. Okay. So now <laughs> we're going to talk about the trailer. All right. So number one, the title. Okay. So now. The fandom went apeshit because now you can go in any direction you want. You ready? Here we go. So Rise of Skywalker. First of all, Luke is dead. You can't resurrect him, so he's dead. So Rise of Skywalker, you can't just be bringing back a guy who you killed ridiculously. What about the That's number what, one. What That's about part the, of the argument. What about if the Emperor's back? Two, what about if the Emperor's back? Hang on. We all know the Emperor had clones. All right? Anybody who's been following the Star Wars uh, universe at all knows that... Being that powerful with the dark side of energy burns up the body, and he has clones made of himself so he can transfer into bodies. That's what the mist was after Vader threw him into the fucking hole. Okay? That's what that was. So now, Rise of Skywalker. Number two is after this entire time of everyone arguing that Rey is not a Skywalker, you cannot just throw a hand grenade and all of a sudden, oh, by the way, guys, Rey is actually Luke's daughter. Like, you can't just throw a hand grenade like that. People are already thinking, like, that's that's what they're going to do. In order to give everyone, like, to, the juice to be all kinds of crazy, that he throws a hand grenade, and it's a, now we're talking about Ray's his daughter. Then people are saying that it's Kylo. Yeah. Kylo goes good. Well, first of all, Kylo is not a Skywalker. He, but see, but that's that's why the trick, that's why there's a trick in the title. He is a Skywalker because he came from Leia, Leia, even though his dad is Solo. Yeah, but Leia's not okay. a Skywalker either. Because uh, Leia's Organa, I yeah, but that's that's her adopted name, not her real name. Okay, she's a Skywalker. But the the issue I think is hilarious is the fact that you have all three of these groups now yelling at each other. Yeah, go yeah. on the Reddit. Yeah, go on the Reddit. They all want proof of like what the fuck kind of title is this, right? Then even even uh, <laughs> even the actual guys who who, who do the the reviews are like. So now they're thinking that Skywalker is like a stamp, like the Sith. Yep. Right. So rise of Skywalker is like another different religion. No, like yeah. the Skywalkers yeah. are going to rise up. Like that's so, a, that's a title yeah. to another group of people. That's what they're thinking they're calling so, so, it. So so this is what it is because in there's a book that is about uh, Thrawn. 
Okay, and in the novel about Thrawn, which is a new book that just came out, they uh, they talk about the Jedi and they say the Skywalkers. They call them the Skywalkers. They don't call them the Jedi. Right. People that follow people that follow right. Luke or whatever. Right. Because you have to remember the Jedi got wiped out and were non existence. They were in, in hiding. There was very few left. And then Luke basically became the newest Jedi, the only Jedi. And then he started training everyone over again. So instead of instead of calling the Jedi Jedi, which I think is the biggest I don't think Lucas wrote this. I think this is a Disney rewrite in the new book and stuff. They're, they're trying to fuck everything up again, dude. Well, I think they're trying to separate themselves completely. Where I, I get it. They don't want to make the Jedi going forward. So if Ryan Johnson has his new trilogy that he comes out with, right, there is no longer Jedi, right? The Jedis will now be the Skywalkers, right? Skywalker, right? right. It, it'll be a new religion. It's the new Jedi form. Okay, and I think that's what they might do. Now, if they do do what you said, okay, where they say that Luke comes back somehow, okay, here's what I think. Here's what I think Ray, and this would save, this would save the franchise in my eyes, okay? Luke had a kid, didn't know it was Ray because Mara Jade is the girl he had a relationship with, got her pregnant and had his, had had babies, right? Jedis are not supposed to have kids, right? They both are Jedis. For obvious reasons. Correct. They're both Jedis, okay? And he didn't know he was the big piece of the puzzle. And he needed to get the fuck out because he didn't want to put his family in danger, his loved ones in danger, right? So Luke exiled himself and put himself on the island, right? But why would he want to be found? Just in case. He had the plans, and that's why people were trying to find where his thing. But he had to get away from the from the evil forces and that's why he shut himself off right from the force and put himself on that on the island that's why he was shut off he had no idea that ray was his daughter but it was this is my thing okay this is what i think i think mara jay is going to be introduced in this movie okay i think that they need to have a character because leia's dead in real life right carrie fisher died in real life they're using footage and stuff from the other movies to to piece them together but i think her mother, Mara Jade, okay, is going to be in this movie. Going to find out that he, she is a Skywalker, okay? They, Mara Jade, because she was a Jedi as well, didn't want to put her daughter in danger, so she dropped him off on Jakku, okay? I believe Kylo is good, okay? He's on the bad. He's, he's fighting forces and stuff, but he knows that Rey was on Jakku because he's the cousin, Okay? He was put in hiding as a protector because in the, in the first Force Awakens movie, he even says the girl. Like he says something. Like how would he know? Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like has to do with the with the with the um what's the what's the the group that he's part of the um Knights the, of Ren. R- Knights of Ren. Thank you. I believe that they they all were part, and she knows who they actually had the nightmares and dreams about it and stuff like that. I believe that. Kylo will turn good, okay? He just went to the dark side to be undercover, like a like a like a spy sort of, okay? Like a deep undercover fucking spy. And I think that Rey is a Skywalker, and he finds out and 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 Luke finds out through being a ghost form through the other side when he when he, when he becomes a Force ghost. 
Well, the the other option that they talked about now that this is four groups going at each other now. The other group is remember that Anakin was immaculately conceived with Shmi, right? Correct. She just got pregnant, right? right? So the theory is that Anakin's Jesus. The right. emperor, the emperor used force manipulation to impregnate Shmi to actually for him to have for her to have Anakin in order for him to train eventually be able to train the evil follower that he needed. So now Ray is the same thing. They are connecting the two. They're saying Ray was an immaculate conception. They don't know who the mother is. But why would they link her to Luke's uh, lightsaber? Well, well, here we go again. You, there's there's a lot to read now, Mike, because everyone's gone ape shit after the trailer started. Well, I'm just taking so what I've the seen. Lightsaber, in the, in, yeah. the lightsaber. This is the theory. The lightsaber is is made of a special crystal, okay, that actually seeks out a specific person right right it's it's the strongest type of crystal it's very rare and it pairs up with that person to make that person the best possible force sensitive character okay okay so they're saying that that lightsaber called to her and remember luke said to her in the force in, of, in the, the, force the, awakens, the force awakens the force awakens where he, where he says to her you went right to the dark side. You didn't even try no, to that's, stop. No, that's the last Jedi. That's no, the last sorry, Jedi. The, last Jedi. Yeah. The, line, the line is, you went right to the dark side. You didn't even try to stop. Right? And she has the lightsaber that's supposed to be for him. Okay? Which means that what the, what they're talking about now is they're thinking that Rey will go not yeah, She's bad, a gray. She's gray. Like, ro like rogue. Yeah, she's crazy. a gray. Yeah, she's and a great. Kylo is the good guy. Yeah, no, I I believe Kylo is a good guy. That's what they're trying to D say. Now. Dupless, the reason Kylo, yes, he's a good guy, but he killed his dad. Yes, you know why? Because fathers, and you'll know this if you ever become a dad, right? Will do anything to protect their kids. Okay, and he knows that he had to kill him so he could show and prove himself to Snoke at the time that he because he was fluctuating. Snoke didn't trust him, right? So he had to kill his father so he could be accepted and be like, oh, okay. Get close, get close enough to do him, get close enough to him so he could do what he did, which was kill him. Correct. Correct. Right? So that is the reason, right? You would do anything. You would sacrifice. I, anytime my son's sick, I, will, I would do anything to absorb my son's sickness so my son is better, right? Like, that's what you do. Like, I could get the flu and die as long as my son's okay. I'm cool yeah, with but, it, but but just from a, just from that two minute and ten second trailer, it's complete total chaos. Oh yeah, right. You have everybody now screaming at the top. They're, they're literally screaming at each other because what the fuck is Rise of Skywalker? What Rise of who? What are you guys talking I, about? It, it can mean so many things, right? It can because mean because either way, yeah. either way, it's a slap in the face. Yeah, you know it if is one hundred percent. If you bring back Luke at all, it's a slap to the face. Right. If Ray's a Skywalker, if, if slap in the face. If Ray's yeah. a Skywalker, that's yeah. another slap to the face. Right. All of a sudden, you tell me that Kylo was on skips skips over and is good and calls himself a Skywalker. That's another slap to no matter what you pick. Right. Right. And no what to justify this title right. is a slap to the face. And if it's a new religion, it's a slap in the face. Right. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what happens, they are going completely and totally apeshit. So okay. So again, with with this, with the, I I don't know. I just think. That even in the in the last the last Jedi, not not the last Jedi, the Force Awakens, the first episode seven, there's a line when she grabs the lightsaber, and Luke has a line that says, 
the the force is strong within my family. It says that. It says that in the whispers of, of her little visions that she has. Okay. So we're like, oh, it's Luke Skywalker's kid, right? And then last Jedi's like, you don't have a family. There's no father. And he doesn't know it's his daughter because he shut himself off from the Force. He has nothing connected to it. Yeah, he, but you would still know. He wouldn't. You would know. He, you would know if that was your kid. You would know. Mm. That, that's why the writing of Ryan Johnson's movie fucks up everything. If you take out The Last Jedi, if you take it out, you can connect the dots a little bit better of what this movie is going to be. But because of that, they have to go back and fix up what old Ryan did to the whole fucking franchise. Right. right? You got you got too many. You got too many plot holes that don't connect to anything because he decided he wanted to re rewrite everything up until then. Right. He decided he wanted to change everything. Well, Duplass, the the herd having powers. If you think about it, Luke Skywalker. Here, I'll type it in. Luke Skywalker, though didn't have that much training right like he had a a rocky montage that he wasn't gone for for the actual length of empire strikes back he wasn't gone for like years he was gone for days days okay yeah, but i don't i don't but you, you have to understand like i'm not trying to be negative i love star wars i love star wars no no but the fact the fact that they made ray this person who knows everything with zero this confrontation is this is why okay? She didn't learn shit. No, no. She didn't, she didn't overcome anything. Well, hold on. She just wanders in, can fly ships, awesome combat person. I trained with Luke they, for a week, and I'm a superstar. It's completely trash. She, she was on she, – she had – well, think, this is why my theory is that Mara Jade and Luke Skywalker are her parents because she has two Jedis as her parents, right? So you would have some sort of skill – set in you you just wouldn't know how to use it she's already good with the staff so she's literally been fighting with the staff for her whole life up to the point before she gets a saber right so you're telling me if i if i can play with a sa uh, a staff but i don't know how to use a sword it's like she would be know how to use combat now hold oh, on i get that hold on in 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 new hope luke skywalker trained with a fucking robot and that was it right he played on this on the millennium falcon for 10 seconds with a little robot trust your force right that was it right trust your feelings and then he went to a spaceship and shot two rockets in the thing and blew up a death star everyone's like oh it's amazing now if you if you look at the force awakens they basically did the exact same thing and everyone's like there's no way she would do that all right force, for, hold first on of all, a second first of all for, force awakens is an actual shot by shot remake of new hope that's why everyone re reminisced and liked it because it was correct just new hope redone again so so your comment duplis is but luke had skywalker genetics you didn't know luke had skywalker genetics because you didn't know who his father was until empire strikes back at the which, end which, of the which movie was 20 years which was 20 years which later. was at the end of the movie so the people that first watched star wars originally didn't know who skywalker was they didn't know vader was a skywalker had no idea his name was anakin okay it was luke through new hope it was luke skywalker through empire strikes back until darth vader told him he was his father which is still one of the most amazing moments in, in fucking cinematic history okay and then that's when you go oh shit this is why luke knows this force so well and he can do stuff because his father is darth vader and yeah, but that was a 20 but that was a know, 25 year yeah hold on a dot, second yeah right? hold, hold on this, a second it's been two movies with her hold on a you second got no background at all exactly zero background. exactly it'll be three movies before you have background and this is my next point the reason Luke Skywalker is credible about having the Force in New Hope and in Empire Strikes Back before he becomes Return of the Jedi is because in Empire Strikes Back, you realize that his father is 
Dord Vader. Okay, so you're like, okay, so this is why he has it because he's a lineage of the greatest Jedi, okay, and Sith Lord in the universe. Hence, you didn't know anything about Darth Vader. Here comes the prequels. Little boy gets brought up through the Clone Wars and then through Episode 3, and now you know Vader has credibility because he was Anakin Skywalker. And you see all the shit he went through, and then he becomes Lord Vader. So then you're like, okay, Luke's credible because his father's Anakin Skywalker. Well, if Rey was was already admitted to be a Skywalker, you would have no problem with the powers that she has because she is genetically attached to Luke Skywalker. But because that has not been yet established, you're like, who is this bitch? And why does she have the powers that she has, right? When all these other Jedis didn't have the powers that fast. But they did. Anakin had his powers right away, okay? And then learned it as, as going through because he went straight to the dark side, okay? Luke... In the books and stuff, after the Empire Strikes Back, went directly to the dark side, became a gray, became one of the most powerful fucking people, and then came back to the good side. Okay? These are all stories that are connected. We don't know anything about Rey because all we have to hear is, I'm your father. That's it. Once that is said and that she's linked to either Leia or Luke, you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. This is why she has all her powers. Until they do that, if they say that she's related to nobody, to nobody... You're like, no, sorry, bullshit, bullshit, right? Bullshit. But if she's a Skywalker, you're like, okay, I'm cool with that. But but the fact that she goes, but that's why you have to put the little pieces together. And that's how you end up with what the theories that they have that actually mean something. Because if, if Luke had, when Luke said to her that you went straight to the dark side, right? That means that she... It's not that she's power hungry. She doesn't understand how to control, control it. it. Correct. Right. So now you're going to put her and Kylo in the same area. And before everyone thought it was supposed Which to be a yin yang thing. To the force. Right. Yeah. Everyone thought it was supposed to be a yin yang thing. Like here's nothing. Uh, she was the good and he was the bad. And the way that the way he explained it was the stronger that she got, the stronger he got type of thing. Right. And we all know that's kind of crap because one guy always is stronger than the other guy. That's how, how he takes over. Right. Right. The Sith. The, then you then you go against all the other rules you made up, right? So, what rules are we going by? Is it the rule of two again? Well, then are, are we going by? Are we going about the rule of two? Because now, if we're going to go about the rule of two, then that would make the rule of two between Ray and Kylo. Now, well, there's I also personally think, right? That right. The theory is that the Emperor has clones, and and the guy from the 2012 tweet said that the Emperor comes back, and he's got like grievous parts, like yeah. he's half yep. machine, he's grievous, half yeah. human person, yep. same as grievous, right? Now, not because he survived the fall, just that happens to be the body he's using temporarily because all the other clones are gone. If you read the tweet, it tells you of the plot of the movie. If the plot of the movie is in there, I swear to God, <laughs> if that plot is in there, that means that this movie was shelved. The actual story storyboards were shelved and now pulled out, pulled out of the trash. Because Ryan because Johnson needed, fucked it up. Yeah, Because they, they needed to fix it. Yeah. 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 And then we're not even talking about how people think Ray is going to have a relationship with Kylo Ren. You hear this one? They think that they're in love, and if they ha if this happens, well, then Rey is not related to Skywalker. She could be a Kenobi, right? They're saying that she could be a Kenobi, or she could be the granddaughter of, um, of the of of Palpatine, right? Like it's 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 off the deep end, people. The, it's right, off the deep end. But that's but, but you don't understand it. The internet is on fire because of a two minute ten second trailer. Right on fire. Right. Right. Because the 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 title 
they say that the title starts to bring back everyone, like they're trying to get everyone back into the into the same park. Like everyone's supposed to be all hyped up. We're going, yes, the rise of Skywalker. And everybody who's been following the movies is like, what the hell are you talking about? <clears throat> like, because no matter what they do, a hand grenade's being thrown. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they do. I'm I'm right? going in open minded. I I want to enjoy. I, I love Star Wars. If JJ can bring it back and say yes, because uh, here's what happens. If JJ says that that she is a Skywalker, then we know Ryan Johnson's a fuckhead, right? And ruined the movie, and he had to come back and save it, right? JJ had to save it, right? Because he didn't follow his his what the what the story was. So he just decided to make his own fucking movie, not not worrying about the other seven movies in front of it, right? If JJ comes back, I will take the only outcome I'll take and be okay with is if Mara Jay's introduced, and it's her child. And Luke's the father. That's it. Right. Otherwise, if, how else can you do it? What? If, how are you? How are you supposed to wrap this up between that nice little bow? Because they said, listening. They said that when this movie ends, it's over, over. for the saga of, of the Skywalker. This. Yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter the new characters you know about. They're just, I guess, they're trying to pass the torch, but only pass the torch for these three movies. It, then after this, they're supposed to start making up whatever other Star yeah. Wars stories they want to make up within the Star Wars universe. But <clears> Disney <throat> said that this is the end of this saga. So now, if you say that this is the end of the saga, and your title states the rise of Skywalker, which means the beginning of something. So how do you say this is going to end the saga of this storyboard, and then have a title that says, it's all going to start again? When you, when you say the rise of anything, that means right. you're beginning something. Well, it's the beginning of something. Here, here's the thing: if if this is what I'll also take, if because Ray is the last Jedi, or actually Luke passed is the last Jedi. He's dead. Last Jedi is gone. Right? She's a Skywalker. Hold on. She becomes a Skywalker. She is a Skywalker, like the Skywalker. Mara Jay's right, her mom. Not, 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 but not in last name. No, no, no. As a, as no, a no, religion no. to follow. I'm te- no, I'm telling you. No, no. I'm telling you. This is what I think. Mara J is her mother. Ray is actually going to be a Skywalker. Luke finds out that it's actually his daughter. She becomes the now new Jedi. Okay. And now it's called Skywalker. She's a Skywalker. And now the whole religion is based on their whole family lineage. And then now everything, everyone after this fact, she's the first Skywalker. She's a Jedi. She's a Skywalker. And everything after this is Skywalker. That's what I, that's the only outcome i will take it's, it's only outcome it's so it's so bizarre dude it's just so bizarre all right the the amount the amount of stuff that's gonna have to happen in this three-hour movie okay because it's got to be three hours you cannot wrap this up in a bow okay you cannot say you cannot say passing that listen the, just go by that just just the basics just go by it right passing of the torch ending the saga brand new thing starting yeah like it doesn't nothing it doesn't click Nothing clicks, right? They already said they're not doing any any uh, CGI of of Princess Leia, nope. right? They're using old footage, yep. tied off. We don't know how they're going to write her out, though. No one knows how they're going to write her out. I don't think they're going to kill her. I think right? I think she's just going to be there, and then it'll just go off in the sunset, whatever. Like the end of the I movie, she's alive. Like Princess Leia is alive at the end of the movie. I don't know, man. You have to write her out. You you got to get rid of everybody. You no. got to write everybody out. Well. Right. Oh, by the way, also in the 2012 tweet, tweet, right? The the actual you guys have to read this tweet. I'm telling you, the actual storyboard says that uh, Rose Tico dies in the first like five, six, five, ten minutes of the movie. 
Like I, they're I, on a mission. Yeah. They're on a mission to save somebody because they need that person for their skills to do a different mission. And during that scene, Rose Tico dies. Well, and this is a, this is a 2012 tweet, people. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. She wasn't even announced. She wasn't even announced yet in the movie. You understand that? 2012, she wasn't even known yet to be in the movie. Here's, an, here's another thing. Um, oh, God, I forgot what I was going to say now. Do you think Lando dies? Yes. I think so, too. Do you think Chewie dies? I, maybe. I don't think Chewie dies. I Maybe. Listen, Chewie's not going to make it to 1800 like the rest of his family. He's like 700. He's good. He's middle age. Yeah. But the, po the point is, is that if you're really going to end the saga and clean house and start over to do whatever you want to do, like you want to like everyone dies and now we get to make Babylon 5. Like, like that's how it is. They, <laughs> right. they want to right. they want to make an entirely new Star Wars universe with new characters, new things, because otherwise, bro, how do you sell toys? How do you sell any merchandise right. if there's nobody around to fucking promote? <laughs> right, right. All right, moving on. The uh, Jedi Fallen Order game, right? We, I made predictions last week. I, I, I said that I'll agree with you that it's a games of service game, right? But I said I, I don't think it's going to be. I think it might be a single-player game, but we'll see. And my, my theory behind that was because they shut down the other studio that was making a single-player Star Wars game, okay? that Amy Henning was working on, making her right. use the Frostbite engine, right. right? But they didn't want her to finish her they game. They didn't want to finish sudden, it, yeah. All of a sudden, they reach into their bat, to their hat, and they go, hey, guys, look, it's a single-player Star Wars game. Yeah, all like, of, where did that come all from? All of a sudden, Yeze comes out, respawns using a, uh, the Star Wars license, Jedi Fallen Order, no microtransactions, single-player game, and they're not using the Frostbite engine. So I'm confused by this, right? I'm very confused I, by you this. Sh you should be. Where did this game come from? No one's talking about this, right? No one's talking about this because, one, EA said, in that article we read in January, said, or February, whatever, <coughs> whatever it was, they talk about, um, they just didn't want our studio to do this. In San Francisco, it's very expensive. Um, we had to use a new, a new, uh, the, the new. So they, got the, so they got the guys to do it in Hoboken. No, no. They got the guys to do it in San Francisco. Respawns in San Francisco. Okay. So then, so then make up, let's make up your mind. So are they using the resources that was her game to turn it into this game? I don't because know. Because the only mention of this game was the guy in the audience. Last year at E3. They said, Hey Bob, how's that Star Wars game yep. coming along? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Like, yep. what are you guys talking about? There was no notice of this game at all. And all of a sudden you can tell me out of your fucking hat, you just pull out a single player Star Wars game out of nowhere. It's just it's just amazing to me that you would hear a story that they stopped making this game that was supposed to be like an uncharted single player open world type game, okay? With no microtransactions, and then in the article that she said, Well loot box. Well, they wanted to put loot boxes and, and games of service in there, and that's not the way we were doing it. And we had to use the Frostbite engine, and people were hard because it was an expensive process because we lived in San Francisco, right? And then here we are, Respawn, in San Francisco, and then all of a sudden, here you go. Here's a single-player game with no microtransactions, not a games of service, and it's a Star Wars game. But what? that's how they're marketing it. Right. Well, that's the part. That's the part that pisses me off. Right. They're marketing it not as a regular game with no micro. They're they're marketing it that it has no microtransactions. Right. And, like that's right. Like, like that's the right. selling point. That's the selling point. Right. Hey guys, guys, we made a game and it doesn't have microtransactions in it, and it's not a games of service. It's just a single player game, and we're supposed to be like, oh, thank you so much. That's, I'm so happy. It's like, what are you talking about? Don't advertise that as part of it. 
right? Just that's ridiculous. I, I, just, I just I find it very bizarre the timetable and how this came about. I it's if, a, if you if listen if you if you and, and by the way it wasn't that much time if you just came out in the last six months and said we canceled this game because we wanted it to be a games as a service right got canceled in December got canceled <clears throat> get canceled and in December right after all the blowups of everything happening between all EA's failures all of a sudden out of their ass they just pull out a single player Star Wars it just it's it seems a little strange right and no one's no one's going to discuss it because everybody's so excited that somebody's going to make a single player Star Wars game so i was i was correct about the time frame it's coming out it's coming out in november i said it was coming out this year in place of the Star Wars Battlefront 3 right cuz that was supposed to come out <clears throat> you, that, they didn't even talk about that one now i'm a little hesitant with this game as far as how long the story is because i don't think it was in development that long I think it's going to be along the lines of a Titanfall story campaign, ten hours, about yeah. eight to ten hours, right? Which is okay, whatever. Um, but I don't see any kind of replayability from it and stuff like that. I think it's just a one and done type of play uh, and be done with it. It's sort of like the Force Awakens. Uh, no, what was that? Yeah, uh, Force Awakens, right? The the guy. No, what was the bad? The, the were you the the Sith guy? Which one was that? Or the Force Unleashed. A oh, Force Unleashed. Thank you. You, very weren't, much. you were, yeah, but you weren't really bad. You, you were, were just, you were, yeah. you were taught by Vader. Well, you were like neutral. You, Vader's a bad guy. Yeah, Vader's a bad guy. But the way you portray, no, I understand that. that game, you're, you're in between. Yeah, I know. But uh, so yeah, I I think it's more of that kind of type of feel of game. It's going to be a short campaign. All Santos, right. let me ask you a question. It's Battlefront Three. What's the idea stage? Like what? What's the idea? I'm just curious. Like that to me. What's the idea stage? Like, we're going to make a shooter for Star Wait a minute, Wars like wait they a haven't made two before they've or four before? They've I'm confused. They've confirmed Battlefront 3 is coming out? No, no. The idea stage. It's in the idea stage. They already had the idea. They already no, had the idea. That's, that's why I'm laughing. They, said, I'm it, laughing. they like, said it two years, four years ago, when in 2015, when they came out with Battlefront 1, they said we're going to do a battlefront battlefield every other year. Every is other what year. they said. Right. So the idea was already there. Right. So the idea stage it would be. All right. How can we we're, not? We're going to. We're going to make one. We'll start it on Tuesday and release it on Thursday. You know, if 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 anyone's checking on the scorecard here, if they would just fucking make a Star Wars game with the battlefield skin. Like with that kind of meat, like unlock guns, find stuff, be squads, like an actual tactical shooter, but with Star Wars, instead of everyone being such a prick and saying it's a Star Wars skin, but it's Battlefield, just let them make the fucking game. Oh, yeah, okay? Santos, I guarantee. What's the, Id what's the idea stage? We all know what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a conquest, multiplayer, vehicles, fighters, everything. It's supposed to be a Battlefield game in the Star Wars universe. Here, What's the idea stage? Here's here's um I guarantee you this holiday season, Battlefront 2 will come out with the expansion pack, putting the new maps of the planets that you see in this world in with, this movie in this yeah. from this movie into this into this game. They'll yeah. announce that probably I would say soon, like May or June, like during maybe, E3. Maybe they'll do it for the May the Forest Be With You thing. Maybe they'll talk about the, it then. They'll, the, but it won't come out until the movie's released, right? Because I has to come out after the movie so it doesn't spoil the movie, right? They're, they'll do something like that. Um, the next thing I want to talk about from the Star Wars celebration is the Mandalorian. Now, during the, during the actual celebration, John Favreau and Dave Fiorni, Fiorni, I always I think it's Fiorni, Fiori, uh, 
um, who is the creator of uh, of uh, Star Clones, uh, Star Star Wars, Clone Wars, which is also making a comeback. Here's a big point that they did during the conference of so Kathleen Kennedy comes out on stage, and she says this exact word. She goes, "We brought on, we brought on uh, John Favreau and Dave because they are true Star Wars fans. They love." Star Unlike Wars. Her, she's right. the devil. So no, so this is what they kept poking at. Everything. So John Favreau came out and he is. He's a huge Star Wars fan, so is Dave, right? Dave studied underneath Lucas and he basically I hope they fire Kathleen Kennedy and they give it to Dave. Honest to God. Now he's just an animated guy, but I think he knows what Lucas wanted and wants. And I think he should take over her position and get her out the fuck out of there because he's good for the business. You'll watch Star Wars. So anyway, John Favreau is the writer, producer, and one of the I think he directed one or two episodes of The Mandalorian. Okay, he brought on five or six other directors that are all passionate Star Wars fans. They had to love Star Wars. They had to know shit about Star Wars that you would only know if you read the books and the comics and all this stuff. He made that set clear on the panel. Him and Fioni were talking and they said, we made this like an old school Star Wars. Real sets, real practical things. We even made models, okay, of the ships and stuff. And they were doing it in peace in, in the garage and they were showing cl clips of the, 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 the process of how they make the, the ship and the, each camera pass and each thing. is amazing. Got me going, right? He said that... We're working so hard on this that if you're a Star Wars fan for 40 years, there's stuff in this um, um, <clears throat> Mandalorian for you that you'll know that no one else knows, right? There's pieces here for you, but it takes place in the new world with new characters so people that are not Star Wars fans can now relate and then grasp on and then join in on the on the celebration on being a Star Wars fan, right? They were they were hitting this to the head, like saying, "We love Star Wars. We're doing this right. We're doing this." And then they showed a clip. They shut the clip off, so you couldn't see it online. Only the people at the at the celebration could see it. Someone recorded it, and at the end, when it came back, um, <clears throat> John Favreau was like, "Oh, I was supposed to say no one record this. Please don't spread on the internet." already uploaded i was already watching it three minutes after they showed it on on the thing and i have to tell you it looks phenomenal phenomenal i'm super excited that john favreau is doing this i'm super excited that what the place that they're that the the time frame they're doing it it takes place between episode three and new hope right so there's a lot of like stuff that you're gonna they're gonna reference for old old uh uh old moviegoers and stuff like that um it looks phenomenal I'm super excited, and I hope that Disney does the same thing as like Netflix and just dumps the 12 episodes like right off the bat, and then you just watch them all and binge watch them. Um, so that's one thing they're doing, right? So then they're doing season two of Resistance, um, which is a new animated series that came out this year. I haven't watched any of it. Don't know if it's good. Everyone says it's good. That takes place five years before uh, The Force Awakens, okay? And they say, so they're intertwining like uh, Poe Dameron's in it, uh, Princess Leia's in it, or Organa's in it. There's a bunch of a bunch of things that are happening, right? So it takes place um, after the episode uh, Return of the Jedi, but before The Force Awakens, right? So it's it, it's it's bleeding into that. Then Dave Fioni is coming back out 
on the Disney Plus, so you have to have Disney Plus to watch this. It's The Clone Wars is continuing on. Okay? Uh, this I this I don't get. They they this I don't get. They canceled it for whatever reason. They, they canceled, canceled it, it for. and they they never finished it the way they wanted to finish it. And now they had those episodes they made to close off the storylines. They made those episodes. Correct. And now this is taking place. And now it's only, I think it's only six episodes. I think it's only six episodes and they're, they're closing it the correct way. Now they're going to fill the story out. Uh, It looks good. They showed a trailer of that. It looks phenomenal. It takes, it takes uh, right after basically where uh, Ahsoka left the Jedi order and now she comes back or whatever, but she's not a Jedi obviously because if you watch Rebels, you'll know what I'm talking about. She becomes uh, part of the Rebel Alliance. She is actually one of the reasons the Rebel Alliance lives and, and, and starts because of Rebels, because of Ahsoka. So if you're a Star Wars fan, there's a shit ton of stuff coming out. Now, on top of that, there's a, there's a thing that they at the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, right? And they, they talked about this. They talked about this. Uh, a while ago, because right now you can go to Star Wars Hollywood Studios, and there's a section where you can you can create droids, right? Like little figurines. You could take the different arms and make your own droid, and you can create a lightsaber and do all the shit, right? And then they said, when Galaxy's Edge, like, oh yeah, you're gonna be able to, you know, uh, create droids and and make lightsabers. I'm like, well, you can do that now. No, no. Let me let me show you what they're doing. Okay. We're going Th- over people. This is this is this is the actual robots that you create. 18 inches, okay, RC robots that you can piece together. Okay, I think this is a video that, that... Hi guys, how are we doing today? Oh no, good, you're, good. you're too loud. Alright, right, so today we're showcasing our droid depot location within Galaxy's Edge. Really great, unique location. Some of these items that we're showcasing um, here uh, obviously will be but what's unique about this location is that it has the build-room droid experience within the location. So in that experience, you are able to build your own R2 and BB series, as you can see right here. So uh, behind me, you can see... I'm, I'm assuming about 100, 150. They don't tell you the price, Santos. All right, it's really hard to understand her. Anyway, I'm gonna I'll tell you what it is, right? So basically the droids and stuff that you get to build hundred bucks. Easy hundred bucks. Easy. Easy hundred dollars. Easy. So you get to make your own RC robot. Okay. Then there's chips. I don't know if you they show the chips, but there's chips that they, they have. Yeah, you can see it a little bit in this picture right here. There's personality chips that you can put inside your robot. And inside your robot, it makes them good or bad versus Rebel or, or, or Empire. And they have different, you know, voice activation things and stuff like that. You can add different parts to it. Like, this is a kid's dream right here, right? Like, you're making your own fucking R2 unit that you can control with your smartphone, by the way. It comes with a controller, or you can use your smartphone. And while you use your smartphone, it recognizes you, and you can you scan things with it, and then it'll, it'll, it'll recognize things, right? <clears throat> that's, that's the robot part. Okay, the lightsaber part they don't talk about. Now, someone brought out a lightsaber to give to the person that plays Ahsoka on stage. Brought these dual that you can buy. You can buy these lightsabers there. So they're they're called the Legend set. So you can get Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, and it comes in a case with with the with the logo. Okay, with Luke's logo, and. It comes with the, like the one you have, Sarge, where it lights up, you lock it in, and then you can buy the lightsaber. 
But that's just what you buy for the legendary set. Like people that we know that have lightsabers, you can buy their lightsabers. But then you can make your own lightsabers, and there's a lightsaber experience where you pick your own crystal. Okay, and all this other stuff. I'm assuming it's going to be about 100, 150 bucks or whatever it is. And then you make your own lightsaber experience there, right? Which I think is pretty, pretty cool if you're a Star Wars fan, right? Like these, these are pretty badass. Then on top of that, there's a set that you can buy while you're at Galaxy's Edge. There's a store where you can buy the armor and the helmets of like the Stormtroopers and the Bounty Hunters and the Rebel Alliance and all this stuff where you can physically buy the set. So if you want to cosplay as them, they'll have the whole set there for you, which we're talking hundreds uh, to thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Stormtrooper, the Stormtrooper outfit <laughs> that I'm saving up to buy is, is $1,600. Right, a quarter of your soul, you can own Luke Saber's uh, Luke Skywalker's saber. So, so no. Here's the thing, though, Dupless. Two years ago, they talked about that Disney Imagineers were coming up with actual, real life lightsabers, not ones that you can like slice shit with. Okay, but so far, like basically what you see in the movie, like how it looks like it's just there. Apparently, this is created. No one has seen it, but the people that have seen it with their own eyes. They're speechless. They're like, uh, I actually saw a lightsaber, and it's absolutely mind-blowing. Like, there's actual people that I've seen, and they said they've actually created a lightsaber, but they haven't yet released the information. Now, I don't know if you're, that'll be able to be purchased, because I think the people, you're going to see Jedi people walking around the actual galaxy's edge that all of a sudden they'll open up, and they'll have a fight in the middle of the of the of the of the area that you're in, right? And I think that's where these come in, right? Where these lightsabers come in. It's pretty intense, and I can't wait for it. I'm a huge, like I said, look, I understand Disney shouldn't own the licensing of Star Wars, but man, let me tell you, <clears throat> my kid's four years old, and he's starting to watch like little bits of Star Wars. He loves it. He loves it. I had to wait 41 years of my life to see a Millennium Falcon in real life. People that have seen this thing, I'm going to ball. I'm going to ball. I'm going to have a, sh a, a tear come down my eye, okay, seeing this thing in real life when you actually go in it and actually fly it. Because in this ride, you actually fly it. There's two, there's two pilots, two, uh, two gunners, and there's two shield guys. And everyone on the actual crew, it's not, a, it's not a set ride. The pilots are driving it. There's things coming at you. The gunners have to fight them. And the guys have to support. So if you get hit, they have to extinguish a, a fire or they have to extinguish something to do it. All depending on what you do during your time on this Millennium Falcon. When you walk out of the cockpit to walk down the aisle, like the, the, the hallway to get to the cockpit, it'll be destroyed. There'll be pipes hanging or it might be in mint condition because you just had a really good flight, right? And then based on that, once you get off the ride, people will treat you differently based on how your experience was in the actual ride itself right if you don't think this is cool you're not a star wars fan okay because this is taking when i saw the incredible hulk in the avengers one okay a tear came down my eye because i was like they finally captured what the hulk was right they finally captured what i read in comic books and had to watch a guy spray paint himself green, okay, with Lou Albano, or I'm uh, sorry, Lou Ferrigno, okay, as the Incredible Hulk. You're seeing what the comic book character is live on, on film, and that's amazing, right? That's absolutely amazing. 
So when I can walk into the park and stand in front of the Millennium Falcon and then walk up on the Millennium Falcon and fly the Millennium Falcon, I'm going to get a little choked up being a Star Wars fan for 40 years because it came out one year, actually, yeah, one year before I was born, okay? So it's been out for 41 years by the time I see this thing. I'm going to be blown, blown the fuck away. I'm going to be blown the fuck away. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. <clears throat> and that's it. That's the uh, that's the experience. Galaxy's Edge opens May 31st. I can't wait to start seeing videos of people going there, okay? Um, but it opens up August 29th here in Orlando. So, damn right I'm going. Day one. I don't care if it's nine hours. I'm going to be there at five o'clock in the morning waiting in line. Just telling you now, there's no stream that day. I'm going to be waiting in line and waiting for that thing to open up. And I'm going to book it. And I don't care if I'm there for seven hours. I'm going to be on that day one because I don't feel like waiting and waiting and waiting to someone else to spoil it for me. I want to be up there myself and see it. So, drop the kid and wait. That's it. All right? They can meet me up after. I'm going to... <clears throat> Dude, a hot wait in line? I don't care. I got. I'll put a uh, aqua backpack on. I'll be spraying myself with mist. Uh, I'll have a. I'll have a towel. You'll watch. You'll watch the entire. Yeah, I'll watch the entire the, movies, the, the trilogy. All the movies yeah. before you get on the ride. <laughs> all the smelly French tourists. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'll just sit there and watch. I'll put my my VR goggles on. I'll just watch the movies and walking in line. I'll just keep moving forward. Right? I'll, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Listen, I told you, all they have to do is close Epcot down, turn it into Star Wars World, and reopen. Here's what I think is going to happen. Honestly, just just close Epcot. I don't think there's it. There's big Star Wars There's land. World. There's land behind Hollywood Studios, like a lot of land. I think this is a small test of once this explodes, once this Star Wars section explodes, they're going to be like, yeah, you know what? Let's just knock all this out and like, make all this Star Wars. It won't be the Star Wars you know, though. It'll only be the new Star Wars. That's fine. Yeah, it'll only be the new Star Wars going forward. Yeah, but see, but Epcot's already got the structures already built. Yeah, they already okay. have the Death Star. The Death Star is in the middle. <laughs> yep. And each country can be a different planet. You just have to knock them down and start over. Yeah. You don't even have to. You don't have to build like half the stuff. It's already there. All the I, motion rides, all the stuff that you can have, all the stuff that walks around can be Star Wars line. Close Epcot. Close it for five did years. You, did construct you, Star Wars World? Reopen. Did you see this? Done. This is actually. I think this actually happened. If I'm not mistaken. Um, is there a video of this? I think there was a video of this. Hold on. Let me look. Let me let me find it. I think this is it. They had a. Uh, they turned Epcot into the actual Death Star. You didn't. You didn't see this before. So I'm not gonna put any sound on it. They had like a Star Wars, they had a Star Wars thing, and then they project the Death yeah. Star on here, and then they had the laser shoot out of it. <laughs> Wait, come on, where is it? They they do it. I know they do it. Come on. <clears throat> Look at this. It's just it's just too easy. Look at this. They actually do this, and then the laser shoots out of the fucking Death Star. Yeah, that's how easy it is. You've already the Death Star's already been built and sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I think you they should have to rebuild anything. They should just redo. You can only see it during the day or at night, though, right? Right. Watch this when they shoot the laser. They actually shoots the laser. It pauses and then shoot, shoots the laser out the side. <laughs> how badass is that? Come on. Projections come a long fucking way. <clears throat> that's a yep. three hundred sixty degree laser. Look at that. Look. 
<laughs> Tell me that's not cool, people. Tell me that's not cool. That's not a toy. Just, just, that's just the close, actual. That's the actual close, event. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's closed down. Epcot worked for five <laughs> years. Reopened it as Star Wars World. I, I, we, we showed that, that, that theme park that someone created, the whole map with all the different rides and stuff. It's amazing. I, I truly think they could make a whole Star Wars park and it would be the most popular park ever. 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 It'll never, ever. it would never, it would always be packed. It would always be, look, no matter what Disney's doing with Star Wars, we always say it on this, on this podcast, anything Star Wars is better than anything else. Destiny as a Star Wars game would be better than Destiny. Even if it was the same thing. If it was just Star Wars, it'd be better. Elder Scrolls Online with Star Wars, it'd just be better, right? Just any any game, put Star Wars on it, better. Uncharted, Star Wars, better, right? Doesn't matter what it is, right? So Halo, Halo Infinite could be Star Wars. Star Wars, right? Anything Star Wars is better. But the problem is, the people that are creating these games don't love Star Wars. Right, they're in it the, people, the, the people that are creating these games don't love the game that they're making. Right, they're not passionate. Yeah, you would you would know. You can tell the difference between someone who who creates a game from scratch and is passionate about it. Bungie was passionate about Destiny when they made Destiny because they just they just <coughs> overextended. They overextended what they could do in the time allotted, and so it took them this long to get things rolling. One of the, one of the people that's on uh, Mandalorian, uh, Gina Gina Cor Corallo, Corondo, whatever the the MMA fighter. What's her last name? I forget her name. Rosie. Um, Ron, Ron, no, no, Ron. that's that's Ronda Rousey. No, no, Gina is the is the is the first MMA girl that like blew up. Anyway, she's trying to be in Hollywood now. She's in the she's in the Mandalorian, right? She's like the uh, a kick ass like uh, uh, shock trooper. I think she was like a retired shock trooper. She talked about it on the panel. She's like, it's amazing because her first her first thing in Hollywood it was it was terrible. She said like it was people weren't passionate. She said the people that are doing the Mandalorian are so passionate she wasn't even a star wars like fan like she liked star wars but wasn't a fan but when she was on set and the way that they directed her and the people that loved it like she was like blown away she's like i've never seen so much passion for anything right not only are these people passionate about making the project but they're passionate about star wars themselves another thing they said and i thought this was pretty cool i always want to be a part of the 501st i want to get a full full gear set and like do chair and do charity, yeah, and do charity work is what I want to do. I would love to do that. Um, so they were missing extras. They needed more extras on set, right? So Dave was like, "I, I know some people I can call." He calls the five zero first up, right, and says, "We need like and six, they show up, they show up ready. They need to go sixty, to yeah, sixty people." He says, "He goes, I need sixty people." He's like, "What's it for?" He's like, "Just come down to the location. And we'll we'll tell you when you get here." 60 people show up and they go, well, what do you need us to wear? Just bring the the New Hope era, right? And they came no up. No problem. They were better outfits than the actual movie props that they were using on the film. And then everyone that came out for the 501st is now in the series. They were all the extras. So when you see Stormtroopers, and the best part, he said, you don't even need to give them direction. They already were the part. They already knew how to act like the Stormtroopers yeah. Like to the T. He's like, it's perfect. And and John Favreau was like, I was completely blown away because I didn't have to give them one freaking thing of direction. They knew what they were doing from hand from, from and they didn't know what they were doing as far as why they were there. They were filming and then they told them, Well, yeah, this is the Mandalorian and you're part of it now. Like and then they got paid. Like they, it wasn't for charity. They actually got paid their rates and stuff like that. 
But imagine that. That you could just be like, yeah, if I were first, we need uh, 60 people with uh, New Hope era uh, Stormtrooper outfits. Can you come down, please? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Everyone just comes down and does it. Like, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. What you forgot to tell you is some guy brought his Volkswagen Beetle that yeah. he turned into a, yeah. a lizard. He turned into the actual <laughs> right. lizard. And he, he sits out of the sunroof. He stands yeah. out of the sunroof. And it's a it's it's an actual lizard thing over the top of the VW. Yeah. And he sticks out of the sunroof. And it looks just like the lizard. Let me, the, let me, the lizard from the original movie. Let me see if I can find the picture. 501st in Florian. Let me see if uh, they show the picture. <clears throat> I think they show the picture. Yeah, here it is. This is the picture that they uh, can't really can't really see it, but this is the picture. So the five hundred first fans will appear in the Mandalorian. The, look, look at them all. They look they they look spot on to their their outfits. All right, you got guys in the back taking pay, like they're they're just one hundred percent guys, girls doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're wearing a yep. stormtrooper helmet. Yep. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. I thought there was a. Pretty neat thing that they uh, they did. So that's it. That's episode one sixty seven. We're a little bit over. I don't care. My show uh, one sixty seven in the can. Uh, if you guys missed any part of this, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Anchor.fm. Make sure you hit that subscribe, follow, whatever star, whatever star button. Make sure whatever platform you're listening to, you're following it. Hit that review button on iTunes. Uh, the more we get reviews on iTunes, the the more we get pushed up, uh, and more people can see the podcast and enjoy it. Um, make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming on Twitter and make sure you follow the Jen underscore X underscore gaming on Twitter. I appreciate you guys coming out and watching. Uh, we're live every single Thursday at 8 PM Eastern, uh, at, uh, mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. I do appreciate you guys very much. Sarge, what are we playing tonight? Are we playing anything? I don't know. <clears throat> or am I, am I'm, I diving back in? It. Am I diving back into city skylines? Well, I don't want you to have to go backwards for Borderlands, so you know. I don't care. No, I'll still play Borderlands if with the with the, with the character. You want to play Borderlands? I I don't know. Give me give me give me the give me the fifteen minutes to figure it out. All right, let me know. All right, guys, have a good one. And uh, the stream's gonna end for a split second and then restart, so uh, I can capture it off of a uh, mixer. Right. So, thanks for watching. See you guys in the next one. Take care, guys. that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.